right, that should do her. Michael and Sarah Lloyd? Yeah, Correct. yeah. Of Swift Current Farms? Yes. Yep. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you so much for uh, joining me. Me and you talked a little while ago, Michael, about like just like random mushroom and adventure stuff. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, you guys posted something. Oh, it was about the new place. And I was like, man, we should talk shop. You know, like, and, yeah. and uh, you know, because it's something I'm always interested in is uh, mushrooms. And um, I guess my, is it mycelium? Mycelium. Mycelium, yeah, yeah. right. Because that's kind of like. I guess I'll let you take that. Cause yeah, so mycelium is the start of the mushroom. It's the life, the starting point of the life of the mushroom. So it's it's basically like baby mushrooms. Oh, baby mushrooms. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put it. That yeah, looks, that's that how we really good. Yeah. Really good for my simple thing. <laughs> well, that's how we kind of instruct it with kids, too, is oh. this is the start. This is the baby of the mushroom, and then it grows. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If I ever ask someone to explain something, I'm like, how would you tell a kid? That's yeah. That's you <laughs> tell me. Because <laughs> that looks really good for my brain. <laughs> right. yeah. Most of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. usually you got to start at a base level, right, for kids and kind of like compare it to something. And that's exactly how my brain works. So. Yeah, yeah. So then I was going to start by like uh, whichever you guys want to go first, but like your guys' background. And then uh, we'll kind of talk about the, the operation here and stuff and and, the, and mus- mushroom health and how it helps people. So Yeah. yeah what, Sounds great. Yeah. yeah so I'm Sarah. And um, this whole dream kind of developed out of my fascination with just nature. And um when I was a child, I grew up in Iowa, and we would f- forage for uh, morel mushrooms. So that kind of was that spark. And then um, I didn't know you guys had morels there. Yeah, That's tons. Cool. Like every year, you get sick of eating them. There's so many of oh, them. Oh, really? Yeah. And my grandfather, who the farm is actually dedicated to, um, is was a farmer back home, and he did uh, hog, soy, and corn, just traditional farm. Oh, yeah. Um, so I had really early exposure to agriculture and um, carried it through my 20s and you fast forward and now I'm a mom and I'm really trying to get the kids <laughs> to be interested in it too because it's a really fascinating world and especially getting passed down right like mm-hmm. you said man yeah. so how many would that be a few generations uh, then of like farming kind of yeah yeah so my my parents are blue collar like all the way um yeah. so th- you know I, I grew up around really hard-working individuals and th- that's carried through me through my whole life and um it's really nice having a partner that works just as hard as you do (laughs) and he's starting to get really passionate about it too on and we have a really good um split of duties that when it comes to the farm so um i i i do the lab work and then like the selling of the people part of it and then mike's in between making sure i have enough substrate bags to inoculate and um to help keep like the tents clean and stuff so yeah it's a good partnership totally yeah that no, it totally makes sense and, and that's exactly how mike kind of put it to me he was you know like he's like we're gonna do a podcast we'd have sarah on because that's the brains the operation <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah absolutely yeah. man you know yeah. more the merrier yeah. for sure yeah. yeah with mushrooms there's a lot of science behind it yeah and she has a science mind mm-hmm. i don't i have more of a business marketing kind of mind yeah and so it works really well Mm-hmm. I'd probably lean more towards like your your kind of mindset. I'm except for like right now. I mean like I'm learning as I go. Like we were talking earlier about with your guys' business too. So mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what my brain's gonna turn out to. It's definitely not science, but <laughs> 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 the business and marketing is kind of yeah. coming slow. So I think it'll get there. But yeah, I think awesome. it's important to keep a curious mind. I mean that's that's yeah. all of our minds are based around curiosity, and I think if you don't let that curiosity kind of pull you in whatever direction in life, and I I don't think as humans we're we're supposed to be like kind of corralled into one thing for our whole life because i mean we grow and develop and i think it's important and healthy to yeah, yeah. and how, how boring would it be you know if we're all doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. like we're all engineers yeah. or something mm-hmm. you know not nothing against engineers but that's just like 
kind of where my brain goes like if it was more like a brave new world model we're just like all like crunching numbers for each other and cubicles like which is fun that's a fine job you know Mm -hmm. and and we need those folks but like man even even those folks probably say it'd be boring if that's all they were surrounded by was those folks all day you know yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know how people do it i don't either i couldn't know man yeah like i told a story before in the podcast but i originally was going to school to be a physical therapist and then i got in a wildland fire and I really like being outside and then I was still pursuing the, the degree but by the time I was able to go on to uh, grad school which had been the physical therapy program which I think it was only master's at that point so I kind of maybe should have done that because now it's a doctorate but uh I was like oh well, I'm, I, could, I could do that or I could you know pursue smoke jumping so I did that instead and then um then like COVID hit and my Crohn's was acting up so I ended up going like uh but so I went back to school and I was like well I guess I'll just pursue the PT program and when I was doing my observation hours it's all inside like and um and it was cool because it was kind of rewarding to see these folks who were you know recovering from an injury or surgery or something and and work with them and see them like weekly getting better you know because you could really see it every week because that's all, all I'd be in for like one day a week but uh at towards the end of my observation hours i was getting pretty restless and i finally put my finger on i was like oh i don't i'm not an inside person you know (laughs) i'm I'm an outside person so yeah yeah, i went back to the forest service and and like even like this you know i get to go yeah drove over to your guys' place and we're somewhat outside you know the door's open and (laughs) (laughs) so it's really nice you know Mm -hmm. yeah some people just they like their to be inside doing their eight to five and go home and that's not us and it's really nice that we actually both met each other because we have the same mindset that way yeah totally because um, we can't we have a hard time just living like a lot of people do and just working for the weekend yeah, yeah. oh man that working for the weekend so tough because yeah. your weekends get shorter as, as you get busier and older as you guys know mm-hmm. and oh man like I, i'm even feeling it shrink a little bit and I'm, i've got a little more free schedule right now it's like whew man the weekend's about over it feels like it's only saturday <laughs> but you know, you get, that, get that itch and yeah so i'm kind of working for that freedom too are you guys so you guys are totally with the just the mushrooms now or no um, actually no we're both we both work full-time gigs uh-huh. i work at clearwater credit union oh, as yeah. a universal associate and then, um and then my yeah, i work for so i'm actually I'm, I'm a marketing manager for a real estate company in missoula oh gotcha um and so i gotta give a shout out to jeremy williams because he actually is helping me big time because he's letting me work from the farm oh cool so most of my stuff i can do on the computer um i do go back or i do go to missoula once at least once a week to film we have a youtube channel that we film once oh, a really? week and uh, upload. And so, I'll so that's how you know that. about all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, you seen some holes in my game here? <laughs> I got some equipment that maybe you could use. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, some, something better. He's yeah. not using it. Yeah, especially by this little mic stand here. Like, it, was, it was the smallest mic stand I could get because, like, I was telling you guys, I was, you know, just going portable. So I got the, you know, little zoom, and then these mics were just like super tough, and yeah. uh, they had a, the built-in um, like pop filter, and they're supposed mm-hmm. to like not really pick up the wind, which has been great. I mean, they really yeah. haven't picked up much and then i was like found these little tiny stands that are super cheap i was like perfect break them down <laughs> yeah. put them in my backpack and go yeah. you know yeah. no everything here looks great yeah yeah but so yeah so he's allowing me to work from the farm oh good and man so yeah i'm kind of doing both jobs because before when we had the farm back at our house um it was tough oh it I was bet. tough for her to go to work i drive to missoula we'd do mm-hmm. the farm in the morning at like four in the morning then 
Yes. Yeah, sometimes as early as three, oh, I'd get wow. up between two thirty and three and start our sterilization process. So then it was done by the time I had to be at work at eight thirty. Jeez, man, yeah, that's a grind. Like, yeah, you know those motivational videos you see people like getting up and like hitting the gym early in the morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, if, if you guys had like a video of that and like some music, <laughs> that's a motivational video. You know, like yeah, and we're doing it, it while raising four kids. You oh, know, four so kids too. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and so and it's. We kind of describe it to people like having a baby. Yeah. Oh. She's got the morning shift and I have the night shift. Yeah. So when then when I get home, um, anywhere between like kind of five, five thirty ish, um, then I would start working and I mm-hmm. would go and start a load of substrate, um, and do whatever harvest, clean tent, whatever, and then I'd wait for the substrate to get done till anywhere from I don't know, nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And she's in bed by about 8.30-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, try to get yeah. eight hours. They're yeah, close, right? Yeah. 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 So, so it works good, but it's for a marriage. It's kind of tough sometimes. It is, oh, yeah. Oh, I bet, yeah. And, and, yeah. and there's, no, there's no wiggle room or something like that, right? Like, you can't be like, well, I'll clean the tent tomorrow. Cause it's like, it, it <laughs> yeah. throws out the whole process, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to keep a really healthy, sterile, and clean environment for the mushrooms to grow in because they will let you know if they are unhappy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They start growing just weird. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, um, I think we need more oxygen or we need to bump up the humidity or, um, yeah, and then if you can also know when the tent needs to be clean because it gets kind of like that gym locker kind of oh, smell to it because it's so yeah because yeah. it's so moist in there yeah and bacteria um, and all yeah. that yeah just like yeah. a like a sh- like a running shoe or something yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah man makes sense and um man i was gonna say like i was ta- thinking about someone was gonna circle this friend my brother-in-law with the green thumb and oh hopefully it comes back to me because <laughs> you guys said something there and i was like oh yeah for sure oh oh that's what i was thinking about like being in being in there and like one especially like your other you guys is like I mean, it's it a shed, but it's kind of a bigger shed. Your first, was it yeah. guys' very first, or you guys do it in the house first? Well, actually, our very first attempt, so we'll back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah's always had a fascination with mushrooms, and yeah like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, so this um originally started clear back in 2010 um and it was after um in between my my kiddos um births that i was like okay i need to get back to this ag world i need to start growing something yeah and um so i started delving back into it and in college i was i was always really fascinated with mycelium and fungi and um that whole that whole kingdom but then i was like okay well i can pair um you know be a specialty farm where we do hops and mushrooms and then my relationship fell apart and I found myself being a single mom and yeah. And so it just, the universe knows when and what you need when you need it. So I just was patient and just kind of kept, kept the fire burning with like small um, gardens that we had and whatnot. And then, then we moved into, um, when we met Mike, I was obviously still a single mom. And then he was like, you know, when we move into a bigger place and we blend our families, then I think you should pursue this and I'll support you. Cool. And I was like, okay, sure. Well, fast forward, we move in together. And then 
Um, we start with one very teeny tent for our lab and one very teeny tent for the for the fruiting. And um, yeah, it was those in the two small tents. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was bought. the start of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You still got them though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we'll forever have them just up as kind of a representation of like where we started. You know. Yeah, but good memory, right? Yeah. Like, especially I mean, geez, this is the upgrade. But I'll let you continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that started in the basement in Missoula, oh, our yeah. rental. Um, we had an it was a crazy, I don't know how we came across this deal, but it was a really large five bedroom home with like two living rooms. So oh, upstairs was strictly the family room and downstairs living room was our farm basically. Oh, cool. Um, and the kids got to, you know, see it and they were started becoming really fascinated with it too. So it was, it was nice to kind of start small and that was, yeah, right after COVID. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And I was actually an audiology assistant at that time too. So, oh, wow. and I was working a lot of hours and researching like how to do this. And then we yeah. started with a couple of grow kits from uh, Southwest Mushrooms down in Arizona. Oh, cool. And then I was like, okay, we can do this. And then we started just kind of building our equipment slowly and surely. And then yeah. um, with like bonuses and whatnot, just yeah. went right back into the yeah, farm. Yeah, <laughs> whenever you get spare money. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, I don't, like yeah. that big state tax return that just came back i'm like all right i need to get like an icy breeze cooler so it's not so <laughs> hot in here you know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah stuff for the it goes for that money goes real fast yeah, exactly <laughs> and it's yeah. kind of funny because when she first brought it to me i wasn't i don't have any farming background um actually my my great grandparents um homesteaded here in stevensville and they Whoa. all had farms and stuff like that but i was never really around any of that oh gotcha um so growing up we never had a garden we never had nothing so i didn't know much about farming anything and she brought it to me she's like i'd like to grow some specialty mushrooms i think that'd be a good business to get into like what the hell are you talking about yeah because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, i'd be like specialty i'm like isn't mushroom mushroom i've got such a like a business mind and background that i was like okay um we'll see so i started looking into it because yeah. i didn't really want to pursue something that was just going to be a hobby and kind and, of a thing and eat money right yeah yeah, yeah that's Cause the, so cause like, the same feeling so i know yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and so i started looking into it and i'm like wow we might be able to actually make some money in this and and that was in november of 21 21 yeah. 21 yeah. and so i stewed on it a little bit and i was like okay yeah so then for christmas uh, I didn't get her any presents. I said, here's $2,000. Let's get this business going. Oh, here's awesome. your start. That's a great yeah. present. Though. Yeah. 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 And we, and we so set the kids down too. And we're like, okay. So, cause we want to expose them to like, the, you know, the heartache of <laughs> failure and then yeah. also the, the success. Hard the hard work. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they see it and they, they get oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so smart. Cause are going to yeah. have such a like leg up on most kids that like, I yeah. just, you know, and it's not a bad thing, but most kids are just, you know, mowing the lawn or doing whatever chores yeah. for the allowance, and they're just going along their way, because that's just normal life, but, like, yeah. for yeah. your kiddos to be ex exposed to all that, and, like, see the business, the ups and downs, and, like, yeah. we got a little bit of extra money here, we're going to throw this into this, and this, yep. and the, and by putting that money into this, like, like the building or something, it's like, that's going to, the the gains from that, the uh, reward, I guess, is, yeah. is going to be huge, yeah. right? The return, that's where yeah. I look for, return, yeah. yeah. And so when we, um, 
after a few months after that, then we were in the market to to buy a house. We knew we wanted to come down to Stevensville. Well, we wanted to go down the Bitterit. Get back to your roots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've got a special place in my heart for the Bitterit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special place. Yeah. yeah. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. And so we were looking and looking and everything. It's like, okay, you know, look, find a house. Our family will fit in it, but we have to make sure that we can actually grow off of this property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. We found a little house um, over by the high school here oh, in cool. Stevensville. And, um, like okay we could put a big shed in the backyard and start going and so that's what we did oh nice yeah, yeah oh, so like actually it was we put that shed in before we were fully moved in Are we yeah yeah we were yeah. so we were living both in um for that first month after we closed on the house we were like was trucking back and forth doing repairs on the house and upgrades yeah. and then also living in missoula and working oh, yeah. full-time so we renovated it yeah oh nice got yeah, I got that barn in there. Yeah. Um, got it all wired in. And Man, yeah, like in, in the picture you put online, as, as you're doing it, right, I think, it, w- weren't you posting them as you're going? There was a few, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dang, it was cool to see because, like, I, I think you had, like, one transformation where it was just, like, kind of bare bones, and then all yeah. of a sudden, like, you had it divided into rooms then, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, wow, this is cool. Like, I don't know nothing about this, but <laughs> it looks amazing, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of trial with that too, oh, and yeah, the, the barn, of, um, oh, yeah. as we call yeah. it. I like no, it's a good name because yeah. it's, like, it's like bigger than a shed. It is, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, sh- and, and sheds really just like your lawnmower and stuff. You know, you guys are actually like doing stuff and more yeah. like a barn activity. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. So we got that. Yeah, all put in place, wired up, and then yeah, built in small rooms and stuff like that for the fruiting room and the lab and all that, and then. And then, and, and then winter oh, came. And winter came. <laughs> oh, what yeah, happened? Yeah, we, we, it was um, a tough winter. Yeah, it was a tough We went through, I think, what, three or four different heating systems in oh, the barn. Yeah. Um, and the final straw was when we went into our fruiting room. And yeah, the a- ambient temperature, like, head level felt great perfect for mushrooms but there was ice on the floor oh wow yeah and i we're think like, you posted that didn't you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. now i remember seeing that and Jeez. then it's like oh well this water is pooling over here too what's going on underneath of this paneling and then mike was like that's it yeah. <laughs> we're gonna fix this <laughs> yeah we ripped it all out and we got tense yeah like, okay, enough of this oh yeah. smart yeah because yeah. you get another insulation layer with the tent right yeah, yeah and the tents yeah. are um by gro- uh, gorilla grow tents down in California, so they're American made and they're specifically made for you know the marijuana industry and then the mushroom industry. So oh, cool. they're designed for cultivating any kind of plant or yeah. mushroom. So y- yes, more specific, yeah, for that that mm-hmm. what trade like you guys do. That's that's awesome, smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, having a local kind too, because then you can c- probably call up if there's any kind of issues like hey and yeah, get and they're great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're very they're they're a great company to. And that was from. that was this winter you guys had it freeze. Yeah. 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 What a brutal winter this winter. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it never was. ended. It, it did. Sucked. It yeah. sucked really bad, and we we didn't have any water going to to the barn either. So we had to truck and schlep every oh, ounce of water from our brutal. house to 
um, <laughs> to the barn. the barn. And from what I've seen, the operation looks like that's a lot of water. It, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. yep. And there's yeah, there's a couple of times where it's like, okay, we just gotta be patient. We just gotta be patient. Yeah, yeah, just, just stepping stones, right? Yeah, yep. spring's coming. Spring's coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I had a lot yeah. of that because like you know I was podcasting in this all winter and holy cow, keeping it warm was was yeah, a task. You know, yeah. this thing leaks a lot. Like <laughs> you got cold air just flowing in. I was like, yeah. I don't know. What to yeah. Do. <laughs> just bump yeah. up the heat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we learned a lot um, from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, we learned not to use a lot of wood. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. like no like wood. The, like the oak stuff you were showing? Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as construction, like with the barn. Oh, so oh. it was yeah. all open. Oh, yeah. And it's, it was insulated. Part of it was sheetrocked. Um, our fruiting room, mm-hmm. I actually went and put that poly board, like you put in bathroom, um, like oh. shower stalls and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 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 And I tried to seal it. Yeah. Trying to get that super watertight is tricky. Oh, I bet. And her lab was kind of poly board, kind of wood. Yeah outside where we incubate was all wood wood and um, sheetrock but wood molds really, really fast yeah <laughs> and really so fast. mold and mushrooms hate each other they're oh, compete really? yeah they're competing organisms so they oh. like the same things oh i could see it. yeah, yeah. it makes sense yeah, yeah. they could kind of grow in similar mm-hmm. like wow. so if yeah. we have a if we have a inoculated block that shows any signs of mold it goes out the door oh we yeah. don't even don't give it a chance yeah. no yeah. Nope. And so Smart. having mm-hmm. so much moisture, humidity, you know, in the air, on the floor, and mixing, trying to keep that away from the wood, it was tough. It was yeah, really sounds tough. like a challenge, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 yeah so so this has got to be like a breath of fresh oh air in like so many ways, love right? It. They're singing in the tents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they love it. Oh, from what I could see, and like, you know, post those pictures tonight, like, man, that, that looks amazing. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. And, and uh, I mean, like, I kind of want to tag on what you guys were kind of hinting at, and you said it more specifically, like the universe thing. Like, it feels like if you kind of just keep pushing forward and like listen to mm-hmm. what's going on around you, there's almost like some kind of thing that'll like kind of keep pushing in the right direction. Like, and I mean, we were talking just a second ago about the mycelium mm-hmm. being like the biggest organism in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it interconnects every plant, every organism in some way, shape, yeah. or form. So yeah. it's, and we, we are barely touching on the capabilities of mushrooms through research. And we don't know very much about the fungal world, just like our oceans. We just don't know enough. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really exciting when there's like another, like Harvard or um, the University of Rochester has a really good program for nutrition too. And they come up with a study. I get really jacked and excited. Oh, <laughs> and it like kind of pushes like, okay, we got to grow more. We got to grow more. Yeah. Now we're going to go back more into the medicinal side. We're going to add um, this variety and this variety and this variety. And so cool. Mike's really good yeah. at like, okay, that's great. We c- totally can let's just focus right now on getting this going yeah. <laughs> he brains me in really well so well, <laughs> yeah we'll be trying okay we, we got this and this and then all of a sudden in the mail we've got four new varieties it's like whoa oh, hold really? on here yeah, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> sarah <laughs> what is this <laughs> like, let's, awesome. let's learn yeah. how to grow these ones yeah. and then we'll work on yeah. these ones well, i was yeah. impressed with you guys variety you have right now uh can, can you go through them again yeah, i can't remember off the top of my head but oh. more than i thought yeah we yeah. have blue oyster pink oyster golden oyster florida oyster we just got um, it's called Snow White Oyster. Oh. It's like a really pure white oyster. And oh. then we have Reishi, Cordyceps, Lion's Mane, uh, Maitake, shi- uh, Shiitake, and um, 
Golden Enoki has been a little finicky, so we might not be continuing to carry it. We don't know yet. Oh, um, and then uh, chestnuts. chestnuts, which is starting to become a really popular one. Oh, and people it's are really starting to like it. It's really? so yeah. good. I never had one. Oh. I never even heard of it until today. They're so, <laughs> so good. Really? They're so good. Yeah, they taste when you like fry them up like your standard saute. They taste a lot like morels, oh, really? but they're not as gummy spongy or slimy they're oh. they're more of a hearty mushroom so yeah, yeah that's kind of down to the morel a little bit yeah 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 they can get pretty pr- well any mushroom if you don't cook it um at like a higher temperature with you know a good amount of oil or butter it's gonna get slimy yeah that makes sense and we got lion's mane and lion's, and lion's mane, mane yeah, yeah lion's mane that was oh man like because I, I think even one of my classes back in the day was talking about like uh one of the health professors was talking about like the old theory of eat eat something or or was it if if a food looks like something like a carrot kind of yeah. like me slice food looks like an eye, eye right yeah yeah and like an egg kind of looks like an eyeball and then mm-hmm. uh lion's mane looking like a brain i'd never yeah. seen it in the wild like yeah. or just in its like natural state until today and i was like man that is a brain for sure <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a yeah. little brain yeah and then you were telling me yeah. grows like you guys just had a little one but it's not even full grown right? yeah, yeah no it it'll double in size very very quickly um and you can start with you're like oh it's the size of a walnut and then it turns into the size of your hand in a couple of days it's it's just a really fascinating like growth process so and, cool. and every, there's a couple different yeah. strains of it too yeah but. oh there are yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. the the whole um species has a lot of different tangents within just lion's mane so you have like your bear head and then your traditional lion's mane and there's uh, quite a few like hybridized um, varieties too that are coming out that have like yeah the lion traditional lion's mane is like it looks like a mane it's very like flowy and then bear's head is like more fluffy because a bear's head is more fluffy yeah Um, that makes sense yeah yeah because someone like uh i I heard making the um comparison to like a neuron you know like yeah. so because yeah. there's a rumor that lion's mane can help repair neurons mm. yeah 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 so all mushrooms have like medicinal properties but there's more c- like some of the varieties such as like reishi lion's mane turkey tail um your cordyceps varieties um those have like give your body the the nutrients and the chemical and the phytonutrients it needs to actually repair and reconnect neurons oh. that they're finding and it also can help prevent with alzheimer's and parkinson's and brain diseases basically um so there's a huge study going on um and there was one this last winter that they released their findings that showed not only prevention but reversal of the side effects on the brain from alzheimer's and parkinson's that is huge yeah it's really really exciting and then you go into the whole you know the brain and gut health connection and it's 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 wonderful, like the things it can do. That literally gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Like I got them right now. Like yeah. that's amazing, yeah. especially yeah. the reversal thing. Because usually, like uh, you know, like just from my history and even like a little bit of my family, like once you kind of got like mm-hmm. any kind of yeah, like age related like brain mm-hmm. uh, breakdown, you know, like your brain shrinking or it's just Alzheimer's dementia, like you mentioned, like it was kind of like maybe you could stop or help delay it, but it would just keep going. It wasn't yeah. like or and you couldn't go back and repair yeah. it. So yep. Man, that yeah. is that is super cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. It's just, it's re- it's really nice to see that they're looking into it more and more. Yeah. Um, and especially because like it's um you know I'm part Native American so like a lot of my stuff and and same with my wife so like I think 
just naturally, and whether the universe talking to us too, but like we've always been drawn to more the medicinal. Like, there's something that's already on this earth that that can help us, you know. And, and oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's not a fix all. Like, you know, if you break your arm or whatever, you cast mini surgery. There's, you know, there's definitely Western medicine purposes. Oh, yeah. But especially having Crohn's, I'm always like looking for the natural route. And something you said about like uh, the mushrooms working with your body like a symbiotic thing like your, yeah. your body's already wired to take that mushroom mm-hmm. and use it as fuel to help repair like the myelon sheath you know like that yeah. is yeah. amazing yeah. i never heard it explained that way like my thought was like almost like a little worker bee like you eat this little part of the mushroom and it's like a little worker bee and it kind of goes there on, on its independent self and, and fixes mm-hmm. it but it would make more sense if it works for the immune system or, or whatever oh, yeah, kind absolutely. of network and and yeah. works in unison yeah. to fix it because yeah. Uh, yeah. otherwise i mean it, yeah it wouldn't be as wouldn't work as well i think right yeah 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 if somebody needs to carry it to the damage and then help, yeah. help you <laughs> yeah. know repair it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and the the curious thing with mushrooms too is you you have to cook your mushrooms never eat raw mushrooms um because the mycelium itself after it's been fruited um the cell structure the cell membrane is so by like tightly bounded to each other that you can't access those nutrients unless you break them down with heat. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. So, um, and then another trick for mushrooms to make them even more nutrient dense is after you cut them, especially in the winter, sit them in direct sunlight because mushrooms are the only ones that can convert UV rays into vitamin D that then we can absorb, which is crazy and awesome. (laughs) You just expose them to vitamin D and you get, you get vitamin D <laughs> that your body can use. That's it's, so yeah. amazing. And that mushrooms are crazy, like connected with us. They breathe the same, like breathe the same way we do. Yeah. And they convert sunlight into vitamin D like we do. So that's amazing. Yeah. During the winter, everybody should be eating lots of mushrooms. And I mean, it, especially if you're, you're at high risk for depression or anxiety or anything like that, mushrooms are very good just add into you know your breakfast every morning or yeah and that way dinner. like you know because i was doing it more in uh i think it's like laird laird superfoods he's got like a creamer that you can put in your coffee yeah. and it's got like a functional mushrooms like reishi lion's mane and cordyceps maybe. yeah yeah but um man i never thought i never knew what you just said so uh what would be ideally is get mushrooms from you guys take it to your house and Cut it first and put it in front of the yeah, sunlight? Yeah, so you're going to want to cut it up. Um, you want to expose the inner cells oh. to UV. Um, and then even if you have, like, a, one of those UV sterilizers that you can just, like, wave around, um, that'll help, too. Really? The fuller the spectrum of UVs, like the sun, um, yeah. the better. But, yeah, it'll it'll bump it up. I think they had said it, it comes out to be, like, 366 um, international units of vitamin D and a half a cup of mushrooms Whoa. after it's been exposed to UV lights for like 10 minutes. Only 10 minutes? So yeah. Holy yeah. Cow. So like so while you you're like cooking or cutting up your other ingredients, just set them on your windowsill and oh, yeah, wow, you'll that's get vitamin D. Dang, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, man, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad that we're recording this because I'm going to have to go back and listen to it myself. <laughs> and just be like, all right, what, what's Sarah say again? Yeah. Right, cut it up, put it in front of that. Yeah. I'll probably listen to it while I, while I cook and <laughs> probably, you know, just be using you, you guys. And uh, So, yeah, like uh, for people who want to buy mushrooms like myself, um, mm-hmm. do you guys do orders? Uh, you guys have a stand? How does it work? Yeah, so we are currently at the Clark Fork Market up in Missoula oh, cool. um, every Saturday. So like this morning you were? Yeah, yep. Yep. Uh, well, he was. I was oh, with the cool. kiddos, but yeah. Which is something I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not as much of a people person as she is. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'll do it. Yeah, when yeah. he has to. Sometimes like oh, I'd rather just be making mushrooms. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, I can understand yeah. a little and bit. Yeah, and I like to get out and talk to people. I mean, I'm not a licensed nutritionist by any means. I'm just passionate about food and nutrition and the the accessibility of good healthy food. I think it's really important. And then there's that, you know, we all connect over food. We yeah. all connect over eating and. Um, so that's kind of my niche. Totally. Business, so. Yeah. And you don't have to have, you know, some college degree or something to be able to do research yeah. and be an expert in the field. Yeah, you know, no. like Paul Stamets is a great example. Yeah. The dude is <laughs> never, oh. <laughs> doesn't have a degree holding on his own. And it's, he is the leader and, um, he gets me so excited cause he's so excited about oh, it, you know, and absolutely. he's just the most brilliant mind when it comes to you know the fungal world so yeah totally and and you know i think people hopefully people are listening to him and and just taking some of his uh tips because i mean like he, he, i think he was like the one that really caught me was when he's talking about his mentor who was like become became deaf because just age-related uh breakdowns my uh myelon well, sheath right yep. yeah, yeah so so he couldn't hear anymore and then he took uh quite a few of the special mushrooms yeah and uh yeah. psilocybin yeah and uh <laughs> And he, like, the story was he was just hanging on his porch, right? Yeah. And didn't have his hearing aids in or yeah. anything. And all of a sudden he could hear, like, the ants or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if it's that powerful, like, why aren't we, you know, like, why aren't more people, you know, like, getting on board here? Yeah. Hopefully the future, right? Yeah, yeah. I hope. And I think there's a lot of um, pushback from a lot of the um, pharmaceutical companies yeah. that don't want natural remedies. Yep, I that they can't make any money on. I totally agree because, like, especially I've had Crohn's since 2006, and I've always been because, especially the pharmaceuticals aren't curing me. You know, it's uh, it's not even really uh, that great of a band aid most of the time. Like, I'll be all right, but I couldn't I couldn't do my job anymore. Like, I couldn't be a smoke jumper anymore because my Crohn's wouldn't let flare me. You know, ups, yeah. yeah, flare ups, yeah, and diet and sleep. I'm you know I'm not getting it. So uh, I've been looking for natural remedies the whole time. And I remember like initially when I first got into mushrooms was a TED talk a long time ago, and they're talking about psilocybin and all the yeah. benefits, and I was yeah. like why is this illegal like this is amazing you yeah know? especially for um the research that are finding that too with like vets um That's what I was yeah and ptsd yeah it, it's it's absolutely infuriating to have such pushback and to have so many big pharma and big money yeah. pushing back and saying no you can't do this because it's not safe yada 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 yeah, we could that's a whole nother tangent we could yeah. go on <laughs> but um but i think we're all feeling the pains yeah, as humans, you know yeah absolutely yeah like man just hearing the new news about like how many illnesses that have happened since you know just like the 80s you know with oh absolutely yeah. our diet is the number one cause for 90 percent of our ailments yeah. and it can be it can be fixed with food totally 100 percent. yeah and like i think when there's like pushback of people being like oh that's just like woo woo hippie stuff it's like if you really like look around and and i remember my grandma saying mm-hmm. this when i was very young because her neighbor was a roundup fiend like he sprayed everything oh, and she'd be like can you not get so close to our you know side of the yeah. fence because she had like she had like five acres i think so she'd be like just yeah. make sure you're pointing it your way because yeah. she's and she's a native american one so she's more natural and yeah and sure enough like i think when i got in high school he had like a crazy aggressive cancer and was oh, was yeah. gone within like yeah. months yeah. of discovery and it wasn't like it wasn't like he had sat on it. he had went in for like a weird growth on it wherever it was you know and then they they said you know yeah. it was really aggressive and they mm. hit with treatment and couldn't stop it you know it was like a freight train of you know cancer cells that was taking them out and it's yeah. like and i was pretty young and at that point though i was like i got sprayed a lot of weeds in his day some kind of weird connection there yeah you know? yeah. yeah and cancer the way it's you know kind of ravaging our society um 
and I've, I've really been going down a lot of rabbit holes when it comes to cancer and research and um, the, yeah. the fact it's like we all carry cancer cells in our body uh, all the time and every form of our body there's a cancer cell yeah. it's whether it's activated or not and it's our immune system that actually suppresses it and gets rid of it yeah. so they're finding like you know when these cancers pop up it's it's an evolution or a de-evolution of our cells rather than an evolution of our cells. Oh. And it, it used to be the, you know, the traditional train of thought that these mastocytizing cells were, you know, foreign body cells, but they're not, there are cells that just kind of go rogue. And then our immune system's like, Oh, what do we do? Yeah, um, maybe. and then if you give yourself enough nutrients and, you know, all those building blocks and, you know, the, the anti-inflammatory type produce like mushrooms and yeah. whatnot, um, it allows your body to heal itself and you got to give your body time in order to kind of adjust from our standard American diet to more of a healthy grounded diet. Yeah. And we're really big proponents. He hunts a lot yeah. <laughs> and feeds our gonna, family a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was looking at your hat when I first yeah. met you, but I was like sidetracked for the mushrooms. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And you pair those, you know, those, good healthy resourceful meats and then you know good produce i mean you're giving your body you're setting your body up for success and health and that's yeah. i mean that's what we're all after absolutely and i think what we've been taught with um it's, it's, it's not working no I'm with it's you. not only that um it's also how we get our food yeah. Mm -hmm. um yeah. and i've noticed a lot and i like i said earlier i i wasn't in the farming world i didn't know anything about it once we started our farm here in Stevensville and start started to meet some of the local farmers and stuff and start thinking more of it, it's like the local small farmers or even some, you know, good large farmers, but that's where we need to start getting our food from. Yeah. yeah. It's not the Walmart super centers, which you don't know what they spray on it. You don't know how they do it. Yeah. And people rely so much on those grocery stores the convenience of yeah. it. Yeah. That's what it is. and things getting shipped in and and now that i've been kind of thrust into this <laughs> yeah. like farming life yeah. um you really start to see the benefits of providing for yourself yeah. and not relying yeah. Yeah. on people yeah. and you know like she was saying i hunt a lot and so bringing in our own meat yeah know, and the mushrooms and hopefully down the road we can you know start growing our own produce and stuff like that that's and awesome. chickens yeah, yeah. chickens, yeah, chickens and ducks yeah yeah the ducks were uh, um an impulse buy we, oh. we had ordered uh, 20 chickens and then i went down to the feed store to get a heat lamp because they were coming the next day yeah, yeah. and the kids were like look at these ducks and i was like oh shit yeah. we're gonna walk <laughs> out of here with three ducks yeah it looks like they're coming home <laughs> with yeah. us yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, when did this happen? I was like, oh, they'll be fine. You know, we get eggs as long as they're, again, they were on sex. So we didn't oh, know yeah. if we were going to get male ducks or if we were going to get all females. Luckily, we got all female ducks. Oh, good. Um, yeah. yeah and that's like the chickens need some friends and, yeah, and the, yeah, duck know, eggs ducks, are nice. Yeah, yeah. they're delicious. They yeah, are, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, that, that connection b back to like uh, our, and it's like, it's so crazy that we're at this stage in our society where going back to pr like providing for yourself yeah. and providing for the community around you is kind of like the new hip thing. It should have been hip and popular Forever, all along. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the industrial revolution actually kind of, I mean, it kind of screwed us in it a way because it made things really convenient 
and a yeah, lot of people don't want to work for you know their food and i yeah. get it you know totally we on the mass farming thing was a bad deal too because mm-hmm. then all the pesticides and everything i guess get sprayed in because you yeah. can't keep there's no way you can walk your fields you know if no. you got you know thousands of acres yep. so you, you can't take care of it so you're, you're gonna lose mm-hmm. some yield if you can't spray it you know and Absolutely. so i understand that part but like at what cost, though, to all of us, you know, our gut health and stuff is really oh, taking absolutely. a hit, you know? Yeah, uh, and I, I have, I'm a celiac, so I can't oh, have wheat at all in, oh, yeah. in any form. Um, and I have arthritic flare-ups oh. when I'm exposed to wheat. Like, Jeez. he's like, did you? And I was like, yeah, I don't know what it was, but I, I got exposed oh. from something. Sneaks it could be something as sneaky as in a, like, bouillon packet that has wheat in it that i didn't read the oh ingredients because no. i was like oh it's good you know yep. and then it's like the next day i feel like i got the flu yeah and it's i mean i'm sure you have flare-ups that just wreck your day the oh, next day bad. or a week it's so hard because like if people don't have it or haven't been around somebody who has yeah. something like you you or me like they're just like you look fine i'm like well i don't, I don't feel, feel fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel like shit <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, i feel like garbage right yeah, now yeah, you know? and yeah. I, like i this is like as heavy as I can be, you know, with being careful. Cause it's like so hard to add weight mm-hmm. on. Cause if I go, if I like even eat a little bit more sometimes, like I'll just get too much of whatever. And it's like s- tips it the scale to being yeah. sick, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. Man. I think with the, um, like what we're talking about, I think COVID really yeah. pushed a lot of this. Yeah. I think um, so too. And I think people are waking up. Yeah. yeah. Kind of saying, mm-hmm. okay, like the supply chain. Yeah. You go to the grocery it's, store yeah. and things are empty. You're like, yeah. Oh. It's like, Maybe yeah, we should start actually yeah. start thinking about providing for ourselves. Yeah, it's so weird to say positive stuff about COVID, but there's a lot of little silver silver linings, right? Oh well, yeah. yeah, and I I say it all the time when we're we're talking about or talking to uh, customers or you know supporters as we like to call them because we don't yeah. we don't view any of our like people that buy our mushrooms. Um, they're our community and they're our supporters. They're not just customers. You're not, yeah. you're not just somebody walking up to our stand like giving us your money like we want that connection and the connection with the other farms too through our partnership program and whatnot oh cool um, yeah you're our first bit name yeah. basis and it's yeah, not just like yeah, exactly. hey thank you yep. person here's your invoice yeah. number please pay it by the 15th yeah, yeah no and at covid i say that repeatedly like covid if one th- good thing came out of covid it was that we realized how much interpersonal connections mean and how damaging it was just for that because in the grand scheme of things that that separation or that division we had between each other was very short yeah it wasn't long no you know a year or two and then we're back to you know wearing masks and hugging each other and hanging out in a small airstream yeah exactly (laughs) right um so it's i think it, it it was unfortunately the universe's way of again saying hey Y'all need to wake up because you're, and before that, there was a huge disconnection in our nation. Like, you know, leading up to COVID and then the shutdown, like there was a lot of unrest and it kind of made us stop and kind of, unfortunately, a lot of marriages ended because they realized they didn't really, you know, like each other anymore. But that also could be a good thing. It is a good thing. I think that, you know, we we all kind of realized what our importance is and that's what revved it up for us. It's like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to have to call into my job and feel bad because as a mom, I, I carry mom guilt if I call in or if I stay home with my kids or if I'm here uh, there's guilt everywhere oh, <laughs> it's yeah. all laced in guilt yeah and I told Mike I was like I'm not I'm not we need to change something because I want to be able to provide for my family and provide for my community and 
Yeah, and something that you can bring your kids to work, you know, and they can help out and learn something versus like, Mm -hmm. you know, like going to an office and, you you know, like you can't just have your kid hang out in the office and they're going to be bored out of their minds, you know? And a bored kid is a a hot mess. Yeah, they are hard. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I get on a meeting and my kid is not very old and, and, but, you know, she can walk around and stuff. So, like, I'll be like typing something back or trying to respond to something, but I got like one eye on her and I'm trying to focus on the screen. (laughs) She's like ripping books in her. Yeah, yeah, she's looking at me like, (laughs) are you going to say something? Yeah, Yeah. just going to destroy the kitchen real quick. Yeah, get all the pots and pans. (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah yeah so i think if if any any good came out of it i mean it was a it was a hard time but that connection is what we need to get back to and the connection not only to each other but back to the the land the earth and totally yeah like it was a bit of a blessing having the full shutdown where you like where you know they didn't want anyone going anywhere you had to sit in your house and and it was like you know if you were Hopefully you're doing it healthy. Yeah, like it sounds yeah. like, like we were a lot of people I know were like where you weren't just like drinking and you know just yeah. Like, yeah. You know, being not happy and, yeah. and unproductive. Yeah, because like, I was like reevaluating the whole time. Like where do I want to be in life? What do I want to do with yeah, myself? Like yeah, it's good inner perspective time yeah, for everybody. I want to yeah. add something and you mm-hmm. know and I lost a few folks in the fire world that like I, I won't ever be able to see again or talk to again. It's like man, I wish I would be able to sit down and get their story out there because they yeah. really interesting stories. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, man, like I. And that's kind of like where I really started pushing this. Like, I could do something else, but also the independence too, because mm-hmm. I could do, you know, like I could do this like in the evening, you know, when my wife's home with the kids, and then yeah. um, I could edit in the middle of the night. I could edit, get up early and edit this thing, and then I have the day for the kids, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which is like more more important to me, uh, my family, yeah. and you know, oh, that relationship yeah. more important to me mm-hmm. than an office, you yep. know. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's always time to make money, um, yeah. and our kids grow so fast. So fast, and so that, fast. Yeah, that's like the biggest regret. I, I can't remember who said it on Rogan. Uh, it might have been Jack Carr. He's the author, you know. And yeah. And he was saying that uh, some advice he got from an older fellow was like, yep. "Did you hear this one? Yeah, where he's talking about yeah. yeah. If you're like are ever having a hard time with your kid, just like pause, close your eyes, and imagine like you're an 80 year old person and how bad you'd want to have just this moment back. Yeah, like, exactly. Oof, man, it makes me want to cry right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, yeah, <laughs> like, no, absolutely. Because you know? it it yeah. is it's really important and it's important for our kids to not only see their parents, I believe, working hard, but yeah. also being happy. And yeah. if you're not if you're not happy with where you're at, you you need to change it. So, you know, you can set your kids up. And I think it's really important for kids to see how much grind and hard work it takes to actually make dreams come true. Totally. Because when we, we separate ourselves from, you know, that generation, our next generation, and they don't see the struggle, they're not going to realize, like, no, I have to work this hard to get what I want. Yeah, I put some Nothing in. comes easy. And yeah. I, Yeah, you know, that's it. This generation of kids, um, they've got it pretty easy. Yeah. And comparatively. Yeah. yeah. And, and I told my yeah. daughter years ago, I said, and she's 12 now, and I've really been hammering it to her. I said, if you want to get anywhere in life, you're going to have to work. Yeah. And, and you hard. have to work hard. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you do, there's so many kids that I see that aren't working, don't expect to work, don't want to work. They don't, they just want everything given to them. Yeah. I said, you are going to be so much further ahead and these people and you're going to be so successful if you just work yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter what you, you do yep you just have to give it your all yeah happier healthier life and and like i said it doesn't even matter what it is right now even everything's no. paying more because you can't get anyone to show up so it's it's really yeah. like a, 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 the employee really has the kind of the power these days you know yeah, absolutely and i told her one she was asked she was like you know dad i really don't want to go to college i'm like well first of all you're 12 
So maybe start thinking about that when you get to high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're Good. 12, and I said, honestly, I don't care if you want to go to college or not. Yeah. I said, you can. I mean, if you want to be a doctor, lawyer, something, you're going to have to. Yeah. I said, but why, why waste all that money if you're not going to pursue something that requires a college degree? I said, for one, there's so much information out in this world that you don't need to go to college. Yeah. There is. And yeah. Yeah. I said, I don't care if you don't go to college, but whatever you do, just work hard. Mm-hmm. Just Absolutely. Just jump in, work hard, see if it's something that you're going to want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, if not, maybe change or whatever, but always work hard. Totally. Yeah. And, and to tie on that a little bit is what I kind of learned. And maybe I was taught this too by my dad, but like, give it a minute too. like, you, you know, some jobs just suck yeah. in the beginning. So you don't know what you're doing. So yeah. it's like stressful, but mm-hmm. then like, you know, you give it at least a couple months and, and get your feet wet with it and be like, all right, it's, it's starting to grow on me a little bit or maybe it's not, maybe it's going to get worse. And you're yeah. like, I want to do something <laughs> yeah. different, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. You always think that, Oh, well, this would be fun to do for a career. And then you get into it. It's like, ah, maybe it's not quite so fun. Yeah. There's a, little, so, a couple different aspects to this yeah. position. Yeah. yeah I've definitely and, been you there. Know, and being young, she can bounce around a little bit or whatever, try to find what really motivates her and pushes her. Yeah. Especially an open mind. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. And it's, a, I think it's about having fulfillment. Like yeah. there's, there's some people that get v- very fulfilled with their day to day, like just showing up and punching in and clocking out and going home yeah. and that's fulfilling for them. And there's the whole judgment of like, well, you have to have a super awesome career and you got to be making something for you. Yeah. You have to support yourself, but if you're not fulfilled as a person, then why are you doing it? Yeah. Life is so short, man. We don't need to be like pigeoned into one thing for the rest of your life. And I think that's kind of where our society has kind of gone wrong totally. where it's like you go to college, you figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. And then by the time you get, you know, 35, like I am, Heck, I've been through like four different careers and now I've just found my passion. Yeah. And you got to give yourself grace for that. And you're, you're through your failures. You're not failing. You're just learning about yourself and learning what you like and learning your passions. Totally. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to come, it's going to help in the future. It doesn't seem absolutely. like right, right away, but mm-hmm. it, all that yeah. experience is going to pay off. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's a good point to say like 35, I'm 37, you know, mm-hmm. and I just started this a year ago. So yeah. it's like, I mean, it's, you're never too late to try something new, yeah. you know, like, but back in the day, like our parents' generation would be like, what are you doing? You're like 37, you, you got kids, you need to be grinding, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad's still kind of that way because I've started and helped start a lot of different businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I've always kind of had, had a job on the side. Yeah. Um, and like with this, with the mushrooms and stuff, you know, he thinks it's cool, but I said, okay, you know, we're releasing this big building and blah, blah, and we're <laughs> going to be doing it, you know, full time yeah. and this and that. And he's like, well boy just be careful yeah. you know don't just quit your job and it's always and i understand because it you know it's back in the day you, you got your job and you stay with your job and you do this you your retirement yeah. you know you work until you're 65 and then you live off your pension and then you know you f- hopefully have a family to like live your life out with but uh, that's not <laughs> that's not oh. how things are supposed to be no, you need no. to be happy and you need to be centered and i think giving yourself grace in order to do that like just because a business fails doesn't mean that you're a failure yeah you know good point. It, so it's and that's him and i have definitely that like i don't want to say entrepreneurial because everybody's an entrepreneurial we like don't a spirit still. now yeah. but we yeah, yeah we're 
workaholics, I guess, in a way. We just constantly, and it might be my ADHD that I have. I'm constantly, I can't sit down. I can never relax fully. Yeah. No, <laughs> like ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. No, <laughs> I, I'm kind of a hyper in a way. But um, I think, I, good, yeah, I, I utilize it. And I don't, you know, I, I don't like medications. I don't like the way they make me feel. I did. Yeah. tried them for like a week and i was like yep this isn't working i feel like a zombie i don't feel good and that was in my 20s and then i was like okay there's something else like i just gotta channel it i gotta Mm -hmm. figure out how to use it to my advantage you know when manic states come in and i don't i need like three hours of sleep great that's great i could get a lot more done yeah totally (laughs) yeah so yeah that's what like i mean it seems like that's been more of a uh, topic lately just like the like, like my little brother and I was mm-hmm. kind of hyper too as a kid and they want to definitely want to medicate my little brother. And like now everyone's mm-hmm. like talking like, well, you're, you're putting this young person into a school atmosphere that they, yeah. they would rather be doing a million other things. And you're trying to get them to learn, you know, this, yeah. whatever in this book or, you know, like even just the ABCs of the, you know, math tables and stuff. It's yeah. like, in third grade and you try to get them to learn their timetables when they'd rather be outside chasing each other with sticks. You yeah, know, like no. And I think that's the whole we as humans we are not meant to stand in a one place for eight hours yeah. and especially kids they are not meant to sit in one spot for a half an hour yeah. their bodies are you know their metabolisms i mean if you want to break it down to like a science level their metabolisms are so, so f- on fire right yeah. and that energy has to go somewhere and it's going to be through not being able to sit and twitching and moving and, and acting out. A yeah. Bit, right? And yeah, yeah. And kids act out when they, I mean, we act out when we get bored. Oh yeah. Same. So yeah. it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, I need a snack and I need something to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a nap. Yeah. Maybe a nap. Yeah. Exactly. All those important things, yeah. you know, yeah. like a triangle. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for our society yet, but I think getting back to like, you know, good nutrition, that's locally sourced and is coming from a community that we all contribute to yeah. is going to, and then we pass that down to the next generation. And then you're kind of going back in time to me because my brain like instantly goes to these small communities that had like little stores on the corner that, yeah. you know, like bread only lasted for a few days. So like, you mm-hmm. and milk too. So mm-hmm. you, you went and got your milk and eggs and everything yeah. every few days. You only got a little bit of it because that's all you needed, you know, and yep. then you get more when it, when you either ate it or it went bad, which most time it didn't go bad to get to it before, yeah. you know, and then, you know, your ki- like our kids can go and be like, why don't you go over and help whoever, you know, with uh, their farm or dairy or whatever they're doing, you know, yeah. like, go check it out. See if you like that, you yeah. know, especially in a tight community. That's we're really lucky here in the Bitterroot. It's a pretty, pretty small valley and pretty close connected, yeah. you know, closely yeah. connected. Yeah. And yeah. it's growing too. It, it like is, it's yeah. growing f- way faster than I think just in the year we've been down here. It's like, whoa. And I come from a really small town in Iowa, a little mm. farming community, oh, really? Bell Plain. Yeah. And so a lot of corn, yeah, a lot of corn, a yeah. lot of corn, <laughs> yeah. just a sea of green. And yeah. it's wonderful to visit for a couple of days. It's just, it's not my soul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but coming from that kind of agricultural business, we did have a really tight community. My dad was the assistant chief of the fire department. So everybody knew, and my family is huge. Oh, really? So everybody knew us. Everybody was very supportive. Um, if somebody was sick or um, there was a death in the family, you'd have my, like my grandma would take over pies to people that recently had somebody pass or bring over a lasagna, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, I don't know what it at where the disconnect or what generational disconnect where it came and started, but we need to get back to that. Totally agree. And you know, the, 
the whole food thing and having access to like fresh food and like how pasteurization has screwed our bodies so much killing off off all the good stuff yeah like yeah you can drink milk most of us can drink milk but we're sensitive to that pasteurization because it kills everything um and our guts need a wide range of you know healthy bacteria in the and we, we killed it off. So now we're yeah. putting a plastic jug that sits on a shelf and is good for almost a month. There's something wrong there. Yeah, it's funny. I heard it referred to as dead milk. Like, it is dead milk. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, holy cow. And then, you know, they went a little deeper up, you know, about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, like that dead milk thing really struck me. I was like, wow, especially having cu- gut issues. I was yeah. like, oh, maybe that's yeah. what's part of what's going on with me, you know? Yeah. And now, and I'm, yeah. now I'm trying to get fresh milk and then my body doesn't like it as much. So I'm trying to like do it in small, small doses. Dose, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you, you've got to kind of build on, you know, the bacteria and, um, I, Mike and I have, I just started delving back into the world of fasting and that's oh, where yeah. all this is like coming from because they're you know talking about how you know if you're going through a fasting period you're giving your body that kind of break from food and allowing your body to heal itself because your body can heal itself given just what it has but there's a detox period okay why do we need such a longer detox period because back you know jesus used to fast all the time before he knew because he knew what was coming right or you know these other spiritual leaders they knew that their destiny was kind of laid out. They knew where it was going to end. Yeah. And so they prepared their bodies for that kind of journey through fasting. That makes sense. And then they, when they come back from a challenge, they would reintroduce all those good, you know, bacteria in your microbiome and your stomach. And that's where, that's where we need to get back to. Yeah. And that's only through locally sourced food because you can't trust an apple nowadays because no. it's last season's apples yeah. and they've been sprayed with so many chemicals and, it sucks because you we're only limited to what we can get to us or yep. to, to ourselves. Right. So that raw milk, the, the fresh produce, you can't get it if it's not there. So, I mean, we still, we still chug a lot of like just whole straight out of the plastic gallon, you know, jug, milk, but that's, that's all we can get down here. We, yeah. unless they're, and if somebody's listening, that's a raw milk producer. Yeah. I mean, we will buy it yeah, <laughs> because it's so good for your gut. Yeah, absolutely. There's a gal. I wish I could name drop her. Cause I've actually, my sister-in-law uses her, but she's here in Stevensville. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Man. I'll have to get, I'll have to look it up. I, yeah. I think we're friends on Instagram. Yeah. Some farm of course, but, um, like full bloom, full, Oh, yeah. Dang, I'm blanking yeah. that. But anyways, yeah, like, so I, I, I might have a number for you. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> cool, a pretty cool yeah. program. Yeah. 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 So, and then, like, just raw, raw uh, nuts, raw food in general. Yeah. Um, Grant, yeah, when you cook mushrooms, too, I mean, to bring it back to our, our specialty, yeah, yeah. mushrooms are best when they're cooked. Um, not only because there's also, like, some phytochemicals that are existent until you cook them off. Um, but the really unique thing about mushrooms is it, the longer and slower you cook them, the more nutrient dense they become. Oh. Um, and the reason why they're so nutrient dense is because our bodies are able to process them. Oh, good. So it, you really have backwards. It is, it is backwards because you think like all of these, you know, these phytonutrients are like heat kind of touchy, like you can't overheat them. Like garlic. Yeah. Yeah. They're so tightly bounded that they need that heat to release. Yeah. Yeah, To release. And it's, it's just a fascinating thing that like, you know, mushrooms need to be cooked, but you shouldn't cook your, you know, your asparagus for very long because 
they're healthier. I think the more education we get toward nutrition and food and how to prepare that food for our bodies to get it, that's where it needs to start. And then we need to feed our families and then we need to feed our community. Yeah. And like, like you said, you start at the ground floor at the base, you know, and then we're raising healthier humans who are going to think clearer and make better decisions and the whole world gets a little better, you know? And I mean, even like you were talking earlier about like, you know, your, your 12 year old daughter, or talking about college and having that talk. I mean, it's good that she's having it early, but also that you're not like, no, you're going to college. Cause that was, I felt like that was kind of like our generation because oh, absolutely. like oh, yeah. my dad was in the trades and like, you know, like mm-hmm. it seems like my generational kid, yeah. trade workers. So it's like, go to college. Don't, don't, you know, beat your body up being a carpenter like my dad was. So he was, it was a big push in that sense. Yeah. And now it's like, well, I mean, you do something else. You don't have to go to school. You yeah. know, like my, my parents dig- never pushed me cause they oh, knew yeah. it wasn't even an option. Was it in the cards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They knew long before it was even, that I was even at that age. They're like, yeah, he's not much into college. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I went, but yeah, I, I'm not using my degree, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've kind of come full circle. I have a biology background, but yeah. I never, never fully graduated and never fully committed to anything. Um, but Again, it's, I think that's that self-discovery thing. you got to give yeah. yourself grace. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like I was kind of thinking yeah. about that, like you said earlier, about the failure thing. You know, like even mm-hmm. though I got the degree that I'm not using, there was still some knowledge that I gained along the way. And I yeah. mean, we were even talking about microbiology. You know, I, that was part of my undergrad. And, man, I mean, that was so interesting with the Petri dish. Yeah. Like, what would you say, like, well, that Petri dish is like. Oh, yeah. The So the way we start, um, we used to do Petri dishes, which um, gives a, a one to two d- dimensional growth plate for um, mycelium to start its growth. Um, and then through just the evolution of growing, um, these producers found that a liquid-based culture of, um, like, potato starches, and there's a couple of the agar starches and stuff you can use, um, it'll actually make a 4 to 5D growing medium. So then the mycelium is more in a natural state because mycelium, you know, penetrates in all directions. Yeah. And I say five-dimensional because there are some out there that think that they – intuitively go into the fifth dimension oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah even if they aren't psychedelics like they oh, really? they have an yeah an intuition about them that through their growth um and it's crazy because every mycelium adapts to its environment a little differently so the mycelium that you get down in arizona is not going to be the same mycelium through generation Whoa. of the mycelium up here they just kind of adapt to the culture yeah or in, in the environment and that's the thing that's the most fascinating is, you know, we went from growing in a very flat surface to now having a liquid culture that we can extract mycelium from that is more viable, more healthy, more sustainable. And it, it grows faster. Yeah. Like we can do a jar in, you know, a couple of weeks and have it ready to, you know, inoculate you know 50 to 60 grain spawn bags oh wow yeah because we use a syringe to suck out oh yeah a sterile syringe what you guys were showing me the jar then yeah yeah yeah. so there's a self-healing port on the top and then there's also another um filtration system that you put on the top so they can exchange the co2 because they're still off gassing um and you can if you don't do it right you can explode your jars yeah yeah Yeah. and then you know they're also not healthy and so they need that oxygen coming in and the the liquid medium then we can take and we inoculate um montana grown wheat and then we um yeah 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 we try to we try to resource as much as we can locally but um some stuff you just can't like our plastic bags and stuff which yeah man that's cool and like i think the thing too is that we're learning through like 
especially Paul Stamets and I can't remember if it was him, but like talking about the communication that Mycelium has, yeah. like, oh, it's yeah, the electrical, insane. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I bet back in the day, people just dismiss that, like, no, it's just a mushroom. It's woo woo. Yeah, it's woo woo. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. a lot of communication going through Crazy. Mycelium network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and the Mycelium network will allow trees to talk to each other. So if like um, a nest of carpenter ants takes over an, a tree, the through the Mycelium network, the one tree will talk to another tree through that mycelium network and then they're also finding the root systems of trees are not downward like we thought they're more outward like um, the mycelium network itself because the mycelium network is stretching it's long stretching it goes from a single point and it stretches out like a spider web and it just keeps going and going and going and just like with our grain spawn, if we had an infinite amount, we could stretch it, you know, from here to the moon with Whoa. one mycelium network. Yeah. Whoa, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool looking in the back, too, when you can see, like, one of our grain spawn and how it starts to kind of crawl yeah, explode out. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. You can see all the little fingers and stuff Whoa. going yeah. all over. Is it kind of like probing as it goes yeah. and yeah. finding yeah. resistance and stuff or not resistance, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's kind of, it's really... It's really awesome to see if, like, the mycelium as it's growing through the substrate bag, um, if it comes in in touch with any kind of contamination, it will actually d- develop a circle around that contamination, and then you won't get any kind of mycelium growth. And any kind of contamination could be bacterial, it could be um, another fungus, it could be, um, you know, viral. It, oh, it, yeah. it could be anything. And it the mycelium will actually like like contain it yeah yeah Whoa. yeah it's That's crazy cool. it's cool yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah smart. we've had a few bags that we've we've seen some mold and we're like ah let's just hang on to it just to watch just this. to see what's gonna yeah. happen yeah yeah it's pretty neat that yeah. is really neat yeah man the stuff you guys are doing is incredible. Like even just being in there, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Whoa!" You know, like yeah. I knew I knew it was an upgrade from what you guys had with the barn, but man, mm-hmm. I mean, this is huge and and yeah. so important. I was gonna say that earlier. You know, like you guys, you know, universe or whatever is talking to you guys about like making this happen. Mm-hmm. It seemed like I wasn't really thinking about it until you know we, we became friends on Instagram, and I was like, "That's a great idea." I, I mean, why isn't there? You know, like I'm I'm surprised I didn't know. I didn't think about that there wasn't a mushroom, you know, a place to get mushrooms before, like a mushroom farm, until, you know, all of a sudden Swift Currents, Swift, Swift Current Farm, right? Like your guys, yeah. it comes along, I'm like, yeah, this is important. I'm glad these guys are here. Yeah. You know? yeah. And there's a couple other growers within the state that are doing great work too, like oh, Mother cool. Fungi up in Missoula. What he a great grows. name. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, he's got some great produce and mushrooms too that he's growing. And cool. um, he stretch, is now stretching out into Chicago, which is, really? yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's, awesome. There's some growers and there's like the little mom and pop growers too, you know, where that are just doing his hobby and then oh you have yeah. the mycelium clubs and of Montana and oh whatnot. Uh, yeah. There's so more and more people getting into it too. That's like cool. farmers and I think market. Yeah. We've talked to a lot of people that and it's kinda of funny though, like, Yeah, I tried to grow some mushrooms but God, yeah. kept getting contaminated. Oh, and then yeah. they get oh, discouraged. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. We've, I mean, we've sunk a lot of money into contamination. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's and, uh, time, too, and frustration. And we've literally had blood, sweat, and tears over, like, why isn't this working? Like, And oh, then we man. have to, like, just stop and start over with some of our um, our mycelium cultures. And then yeah, there's and been a lot of frustrating moments. Oh, like, like you saw our racks with our our inoculating blocks yeah yeah there has been times in our old barn that we'd look at them in the morning and everything looks great Beautiful we'd go back up there yeah. there'd yeah. be a whole rack full of mold yeah. what happened and it's you just grab them and you throw them in the trash yeah, yeah. it's like okay Can't we gotta start again then you gotta find the mold 
how did it get in there? Did it not get sterilized long enough? Did the grain not get sterilized? Did is there any um, contamination in the liquid culture? Oh yeah. Is it my processes? Because mold and fungal spores are all over us all the time. Yeah. And the golden rule about the lab is you you don't go into the lab to do any kind of work unless you've are clean showered and you know in as clean a state as you can be in. But go through a lot of alcohol. A oh, lot yeah, of rubbing yeah, alcohol. Back, yeah. um, but I just came from the hot spring today. Did I, did I contaminate you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was just in there. <laughs> no, no, yeah. And it, that's the thing is like, and there's only so much separation you can do. Oh. Um, and then it's just like, yeah, making sure your processes are clean and sterile. And that's the big part is making sure you just have a good procedural, like, in and out. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then probably getting like yeah, like said like clockwork, like checklist, like everything's mm-hmm. the same. And then yeah, so yeah, just like any kind of uh, experiment, right? Like yeah. just make yeah. sure you got all your th- all your things and and yeah. stick to the the plan or whatever. Yeah. There's a better word for it. I'm blanking. Just out. Uh, SOPs. <laughs> SOPs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. We yeah, use the forces. Oper- yeah. yeah. Standard yeah. operating procedures. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 Procedures actually the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that makes sense, you know, and yeah. like and then go by and then nothing goes wrong and that but if something does then you got like this whole process and you're like yeah. all right where could it have snuck in yeah yeah, yeah. Awesome. and that kind of goes back to like some of my old history so i worked for 23 years at roseburg forest products in missoula oh really part of a particle board plant yeah yeah, yeah. big it's big plant hey? yeah yeah and i um worked from cleanup all the way up to i was a lab technician oh wow and so there's a lot of the processes that if something would go wrong, I'd go and try to help figure out and see at what what point something went henshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that kind of that mentality for me has helped a lot with with this farm. Yeah, there's a lot of um, processes and stuff that problem know, especially solving. Trying to yeah, problem yeah. solving, trying to be efficient, trying to figure mm-hmm. out you know keep things isolated, trying to figure out okay did this counteract this kind of a thing Man, it's, it's crazy like i mean just like because like the universe talk you, you were talking about before i mean it's weird how all your guys experience kind of like are culminating into this yeah you know it's it's pretty awesome yeah. and even if this is in your final if you guys move on to something else you know yeah. like you still got a ton of experience to put in whatever yeah. mm-hmm. maybe next but i mean it feels like this might be it but yeah you know whatever you guys get into i mean you guys seem like kind of you guys are down for anything yeah you know, so. yeah yeah, yeah. and it's worked awesome i mean as yeah. you can tell talking science with sarah i didn't really butt in a whole lot because i don't know jack really <laughs> about the science but oh i was hanging out by a thread with most of it. i was like it sounds interesting <laughs> trying to get in there. as far as processes like i said trying to be efficient and then with my business background and marketing and stuff like that um because really compliments compliment oh, yeah other. absolutely really well together, yeah because so. i am i am and i know it i am not good about hounding down money or really i would give free mushrooms to everybody on the street corner yeah, if i if i could you yeah, know and mike's like no man we got a family to support yeah, you gotta, yeah it's a business okay yeah. did yeah. you get that invoice done and um so, yeah, because yeah. yeah, if you don't stick to the business part, then you guys aren't going to have a, as good a product and stuff because yeah. you guys won't be able to afford yeah. to keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. But I'm just picturing you on like a parade, just be like mushrooms for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like here, float. and here, and here <laughs> yeah. you get some mushrooms. Here's some health yeah. for you. Yeah. you know, <laughs> <healthy>. <laughs> what kind of ailment do you have? Yeah, yeah. yeah we <laughs> wish we could, yeah. but we got bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. man. And I think, you know, the way you guys are going at it too, like maybe someday you guys will get to a big point where you'd be like, yeah, you know, you guys can do a little sm- small something for yourselves, you know, if you guys yeah. want to work on something, you know, I mean, I don't know. It seems like such a process. This would be a hard, like, 
like homegirl kind of you know thing to do so yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna rely on you guys i'm not gonna go and go rogue and try to <laughs> yeah. <do my> thing. <laughs> yeah there's there are a lot of hobbyists that they just want to stay hobbyists because it's any scaling up you do you're gonna have contamination you're gonna have frustration you're gonna have blocks that fruit way faster than others and then you're sitting on 12 pounds and you got to find food for it otherwise it's just wasted um so there's there's a really fine balance and that's with any farming and any kind of food production you gotta have you gotta have somebody to to give it to in order for it you know there's also that point where it's like okay we're, and like how we started, we we knew right away we wanted to make a business out of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a point where, okay, we're making a few bucks, kind of, you know, it's paying for itself. Well, then you really have to upgrade to actually make a business business out of it. Yeah, and so that's why we gigs. And we yeah. sat down yeah. and I've, like I said before, I've started and ran um, other businesses and I've always taken the approach that I don't want to get too big too fast smart yeah mm-hmm. I want to stay slow let it grow don't push you know it's going to do what it's going to do yeah and we were kind of doing that with the barn until we were sitting there and so many people would like oh you know I want you know I want this many pounds of mushrooms and that many pounds of mushrooms like we can't produce that you know I'm sorry yeah. so yeah we just sat down one day and it's like okay it's time we have to we have to do something when, when you get like that the uh, probably the amount of like need out there yeah, to, yeah. You know, satisfy yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and there was a great need yeah um and we were like i said it was it was paying for itself but it's like okay we're either gonna jump or frankly i was kind of thinking not really to quit but just to kind of back off a little bit if and we're not a hobby yeah, yeah because yeah. Like we were saying before, we work this seven days a week, mm-hmm. um, basically from about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning till nine thirty at night, seven days a week. Yeah, it's your guys' new child, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and absolutely. I really don't want to do that as a hobby, you know, just if it's going to pay itself. I don't really want to do that. So yeah. it's like, okay, we have to either scale back so we have some time for ourselves mm-hmm. to enjoy life, or we have to ramp this up. Yeah, it's it's kind of we're we're kind of done just going slow. Yeah. It's like it's time to go now. Yeah. So then that's when luckily we this found place this place. It was a huge blessing. It literally fell in our lap. Was and Mike, I was he hawing around like, I'm not ready. I'm not. Yeah. And Mike's like, well, just go look at it. Once you look at it, you'll know. And we came in the first that first time and I was like, oh, yep. Yeah. This is our new. As uh, long as we can get this place, this is gonna be it because it's just it's laid out perfectly for us. That's and what I was gonna say. Like I literally yeah. know what you guys have told me about mushrooms today is pretty much all I know. And yeah. but just seeing like you guys take me through the, all the stages is like this is so perfect. It's like definitely it's like made for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And it was really neat too because when I first looked at it, the building wasn't finished. Yeah. Oh, and really? So talking with yeah. the owner, the mm-hmm. owner went through and I told him you know what we'd need to do, and he's like okay, and then. Uh, Went through, went through once, talked to him, looked at it. I'm like, oh, this might work out really well. Mm-hmm. And then I um, got Sarah, and then I got a set of keys, and I showed her. And then her and I both went with the owner and walked through it. And, yeah, like, and you know, we, great. we yeah. need, you know, we need water in the back. It didn't have it. He's like, oh, I can put water back there. Awesome. I'm like, oh, we need an exhaust port from our tents because we have to exhaust the CO2 and the spores out of the 
Oh, did see tent. that. Yeah. So yeah. that the, the tube system out, that's the exhaust system. Yeah, yeah. So we need an exhaust. And we also need an intake, you know, to replace that air. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, well, I'll do that. He's just punched two big yeah. holes in his building for us. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, what a guy. No big deal, man. Yeah, yeah. what a guy. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. so the front's got heat and AC, but the back doesn't have anything. And I'm like, oh, well, we need, you know, a certain temperature. He's like, well, I can put a heater back here if you want. I'm like, well, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everything we needed is like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And then he's, you want it? We're like, yep, we do. And then so I, yeah, yeah. And then sign in a lease a couple of weeks later. Man. Yeah. 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 It was, so. it was phenomenal. It is phenomenal. I mean, like meant to be like we're kind of mm-hmm. saying the whole yeah. time here. Like I, I talked to my buddy who owns, uh, I think he co-owns still. I can't remember if he's sole owner, but he, he co-owns Buck and Dave's eggs. Oh. And, uh, you know, just down here in Corvallis, Corvallis yeah. and uh, he was on the podcast a while ago. We were talking about stuff like like you guys are experiencing pretty much right now of like, you know, just like getting the trailer and getting like all these things in, in my little business. And it's like, that's when you know it's you're doing the right, you're on the right path is when yeah. things are just like working out, you know, like yeah. it's going to be some struggle still, but like oh, things yeah. like happen when they're meant to happen. And mm-hmm. then you just use that stepping stone and keep cruising, you know? Yeah, absolutely. yeah. And I come from the philosophy where I don't love to struggle. Yeah, but you need it. Yeah. Yeah. You need it. And there's been times where I've told her it's like things are working too good right now. Something's gonna happen. Oh I know. No, no, everything's fine. Because I don't want to get in that mentality where, oh shit, this is easy. Yeah. You know, we're just gonna breeze through it because you need the struggle to kind of sit you on your butt a little bit and kinda okay. Slow down. Yeah. Um because it's easy to get spoiled, right? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you need to learn. Mm-hmm. It's like with our old barn, with all that mold and contamination, we learned a lot. Yeah. You know, and then working, bringing it here, getting everything really dialed in, you know, we're learning more. Yeah. And you need the struggles. You need to figure out what's working, what's not working, and use those to your benefit. Yeah, because then you got such a big foundation, right? Like, yeah. everything's squared away. Yeah. Your product's excellent. Your process is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. everything's good. So then, like, if, you know, when you guys do even, like, ramp up even bigger, it's already there. The groundwork's done, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Like, you kind of said before, like, um, fast growth is, it never seems to work any time, really. No. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you boom up and, you know, you, you get super successful. It doesn't seem to last. But if you, like, slow, like you said, like, kind of a slow simmer to success, yeah. I've been hearing that kind of more lately, and I always got to remind myself mm-hmm. to like take it easy. Like you're yeah. getting better at hosting, and you're yeah. improving the podcast, and the yeah. you know the just the trailer itself too. You know, and, and guests. You know, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing I've learned, <coughs> excuse me, the thing I've learned with the other business is, and especially with this one, because there's been times that we thought, oh my gosh, I don't know if we want to do this. Yeah, it's gonna go if you don't give up, and you just have to let it grow. It's like a child. Mm-hmm. You just work it, you feed it, it's going to grow. But also don't miss opportunity. Keep your mind and your, you know, keep keep your mind open for opportunities. Yeah. But it's going to go. You just have to work it and you can't put a time limit. Yeah. You just have to let it go. Yeah. That's a good point. I, it's like it's like I needed to hear that and you knew it. It's not bad to have goals totally. by any yeah. means, but to put... You know, when people sit down, they're like, oh, my one-year goal, my three-year goal, my five, my ten, my twenty. It's, it ain't going to work like you mm. think it's going to. No, it ain't yeah. going to go the way you think it's going to go. And you're going to get, you know, pushed on your ass a couple times. And then you're going to get, like, lifted up and encouraged. And I think a lot oh, of people, yeah. too, don't know how to actually, when they set goals, they don't know how to, they don't know how to achieve them. Or they don't oh. know how to go towards a goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
because I look at things a lot different. Like with goals, I always kind of reverse engineer them. Like if you have a goal, okay, I want to produce, you know, this many, say, blocks, this many, you know, inoculated blocks, or I want to, we want to bring in this much money to the farm or whatever. You yeah. always have to re- kind of reverse engineer. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, in order to do that, what do we have to do? Okay, in order to do that, then what do we have to do? Just, you know step it back all the way to the beginning yeah um a lot of people set goals and they they don't know how to, what it to, takes yeah, yeah they don't know what it takes or how to achieve yeah them. how to get they there just right? wanna, yeah. i, w- I yeah. want to be this in a year and that's all they say awesome. and they don't know how to do it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah man like, yeah you said you had a lot of good points there and especially like be you know, like the kid or dog or whatever you're, you're raising like you give it all the things it needs and yep. then but be open for and ready for new things to come mm-hmm. along you like like yeah. your guys's place here you know and, and yeah. even yeah. the opportunity to have you guys on my podcast you know like that it was just kind of like instagram worked out and, and it's weird magical ways where it's like you guys had this place yeah. i got in talk to, contact with you I was like man we should definitely like get Do sit it, down yeah. and talk so i want to know yeah. more about you guys and i want to help promote this because i yeah. think it's uh, it's important you know like health you know and, and oh, it's such a big part of yeah helping me i mean kind of selfish in the way because i'm like man i'm gonna gotta play a good place to get mushrooms and yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah, but yeah you know where we're at yeah yeah, we'll some. yeah totally yeah that's a whole nother the, like gamma of the business that we because i'm really focused on yeah growing fresh delicious mushrooms but yeah. the supplement side and the um the medical and medicinal side of things that's where my head goes for our goals yeah. um is because yeah, I want to help people heal their guts and heal their minds and their bodies through, yeah, through mushrooms and not just mushrooms, but pairing them with, you know, other local produce and producers. Totally. Um, yeah. Cause I think it's really, really important and supporting without jealousy or bias. Like yeah. I think that's really important and it's really hard as humans to do that when you see a farm really succeeding and you're like throwing your head against the wall, trying to figure out why you're not succeeding. I think that that, that's a huge growth opportunity in yourself yeah. and that's something we've struggled with is like well you know homeboy down south is doing great why can't we do yeah, this we, good yeah, we, 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 and yeah. it's like oh well yeah. he's also been doing this for 15 years totally. yeah <laughs> it's so yeah. easy to, like, to kind of overlook yeah. those details and especially like if they have something similar that, yeah. that you have you're like yeah. hey we're doing the same thing why is it you yeah. know but like you said the time then you're like oh the time and whatever mm-hmm. and, yeah. and uh i think it's uh rogan for sure rogan says this and a few other people like there's enough pie for everybody or something he says. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, there is enough pie. And there's, yeah. you know, if, if three or four more growers in the side of Montana or even the state of um, mushrooms want to pursue it, there's plenty of room for all of us. Like, Absolutely. And Mike and I are just like, I think since we're not really like capital driven by any means, like we're not big like items people. If yeah. you walk into our house, we're, you're like, wow, these people like live pretty basic <laughs> minimal like yeah, aside so, from the yeah. kids you know crap all over the place yeah. but like we don't we don't have a lot of big We're not things materialistic. yeah yeah yeah, same. yeah just it's not it's not it i've never i've never been that way and i never see myself being that way no. and so the whole idea of like you know taking over the whole state and it's yeah. all ours and the yeah. you know the earth is ours that's not the like king and queen of mushrooms yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. no man that's not that's no. not our goal our goal is to help people and through food and um 
you know, rebuild our communities through food. So that's yeah. that's kind of where we're at. And then getting financial freedom on top of it, financial independence on top of it, yeah. it yeah. makes it better for the whole community, really, because then you guys focus more on this and yeah. and your own free time to have your mental health, you know, yeah, like in well, check. So. Mm-hmm. Especially getting out of Missoula. Yeah. yeah. That mental health. Missoula's <laughs> <laughs> a great place for, you know, for when you're in your 20s. Like, I, I thoroughly say. enjoyed my, my 20s in, yeah. in Missoula, but I... Yeah, once it's just like yeah, the you, hit that, yeah you hit that age, you're like, yeah. oh, I want something a little more quiet, slow pace. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. if you, especially if you grew up in a small town, that yeah. it gets in you, and it's really hard to get it out of you. It really it, is, yeah. yeah. I was always sees my wife we're going back to Whitehall and she's like I don't think I can do it it's just where my parents live is a wind tunnel and I get it so, but I just tease her about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. yeah, I'm definitely drawn to the smaller communities because you and you kind of mentioned something earlier about the with your community like your your grandpa was a fire chief right no my my dad was the oh, fire, fire was, chief yeah, yeah yeah my grandpa was a farmer oh, so gotcha. Um, and just a conventional, like, yeah, hog. I have very fond memories of um, going out and messing with the, the hogs and yeah. kind of getting into trouble a little bit. Oh, I bet. You, know, well, you got r- to get the freedom <laughs> to do it, though, right, on yeah, the farm. Yeah. yeah, and, like, hiding in the, the cornfields and, like, yeah, walking out. There's nothing like walking out, and I still, like, raw corn isn't for everybody, but like yeah going out to the field and just busting off a ear of corn and eating it yeah it's so good oh, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> just, just right so straight off the plant but yeah and growing up on it like yeah. and, and that one like whitehall too was like that kind of small community i mean there was like a thousand fourteen hundred people or something in town yeah. i mean i'm probably off on this maybe it's three thousand i don't know but it was really yeah. small and yeah. I, we we're class b and um there's only 200 kids in my whole high school and maybe a little smaller by the time we graduated because the mine was shutting down so oh yeah that was like the bigger I don't know, business in town, I guess, was, was yeah. the gold mine. But it was uh, funny because it was pre-cell phone when I was in high school. I mean, there was a few of them, but they were really bad in Whitehall. Like, it didn't matter what service. Like, <laughs> there was just not much service yeah, in there, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, like, I get home, and my dad would be like, oh, you're up Bone Basin today, huh? I'm like, how in the hell did you know I was up Bone Basin? Right. Yeah, some neighbor <laughs> saw my blazer and was calling yeah. and was like, hey, is you your kids in Bone Basin right now? Or <laughs> South Boulder, wherever I might have, like, wandered off to? And he's like... <laughs> So I get home, my dad be waiting and just grill me a little bit. Like, yeah. How does this guy know everything? <laughs> yeah, know? I know. Like said, small town. Everybody yeah. knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And I think that that's, again, the connection that you can't get from even the town the size of Missoula. Missoula is yeah. like such a like small, big town, it like really or is. small city, big town type feeling. Um, and it's it's getting bigger. But unfortunately, I think it it's kind of losing that connection like just because of accessibility and convenience and whatnot but we see it at the farmer's market there's a lot more tourists like tourists coming into town which is great for the local economy it's fantastic but when you're selling fresh produce and people need to cook it they need to have some place to cook it oh yeah i didn't think about that so they don't they don't come to the stand and grab like they might grab yeah we've had a lot of people oh we're traveling oh gosh i wish i could take them home How do they fly? Yeah. We've had a couple oh. people yeah, like take them halfway across the country on an airplane. Really? And I was yeah, like, well, just gal. let us know how they uh, how they fare. Yeah. We know how they ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One gal she bought from us, and she was I can't. Yeah, she was flying later that day. She's like, like Georgia or Tennessee yeah. or oh, somewhere. Wow. Yeah. They'll be fine if they just sit on my lap, won't they? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you can do whatever you want with them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't let them confiscate you. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Just normal mushrooms. Those just normal <laughs> oyster <laughs> mushrooms, yeah. man. Nothing no, to see here. Nothing special. Yeah. 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 But the small community is nice. Yeah. And like I said earlier, so I was 
basically kind of, I was born in Hamilton. And so I had grandparents at ha- homesteaded up Burnt Fork like oh, really? in the mid to late 1800s. And then my other grandparents got a small little ranch like in the 50s, I think, 50s or 60s. I can't remember. Yeah. But so my my family was pretty well known in Stevensville. Yeah. And it, it is weird because actually when I was young, then my mom took me to Missoula. And that's pretty much where I was raised, Missoula. But I'd come to Stevensville with my grandparents, gosh, almost every other weekend or something like oh, that i awesome. mean i was always in stevensville yeah different so, world back then yeah. yeah and when we moved back um about a year it was about a year a little over a year ago yeah. she had a work um get together or it's a what was it mm-hmm. your after work it was a member appreciation barbecue oh, kind of a yeah, thing. Oh, yeah at yeah. clearwater we had yeah. a like yeah. a after our like member appreciation event yeah. and yeah, we were so just we're, we're sitting just sitting down. there and i'm eating a sandwich or something and we're talking there was some old timer sitting there and i introduced myself i'm like lloyd and he's like lloyd he goes what's your dad's name and i said tom Oh, I know Tom. He helped me on my house, and I've known the family. <laughs> yeah, just string of stories, yeah, right? Yeah, how's your Uncle Pat doing? Yeah. And I'm like, pretty good. That's <laughs> so cool, man. Yeah, yeah, know? and it's it is cool, and I think that, you know, if you, if you don't come from a large family or a small community, you can't, you don't really know. No, it's hard to relate, but right? Everybody, it, I, I guess it could be unsettling for some people to have everybody in your business, but if you need help, somebody is th- there to help you. Yeah. And that's the part that is like, it's kind of just intuitive. We know that we could find help if we needed it. Oh, absolutely. We yeah. can call anybody. I mean, we could go down the street and or across the street. And if we, something, our neighbor could help us. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And it's funny too, because growing up in those kind of communities too, sometimes like, especially you come down to visit with a last name and probably looking like your relatives. I remember I was, uh, I had, I've got this old land cruiser, still have it. I can't remember what was going on with like a fuel filter or something. So I'd, I was trying to limp at home and my folks live like 10 miles out of town, south of Whitehall there towards uh, Waterloo and Twin Brutus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't make it. I knew it. So like I finally stopped fighting it. And because I was like blowing out the fuel filter or whatever I was doing it, like go a couple <laughs> of miles and then die again, you know, start, start for fuel. And so I was just like laying on the hood, like literally like my back against the windshield, my legs out on the hood. And I'm just like staring up at the sky and. Um, I don't remember. I think I walked to someone's house and used their phone or something. I can't remember how. I, like I knew my dad and the neighbor were coming with a car hauler, and, and uh, sitting there and all of a sudden like, and I, a car. I hear a car pull up, but I'm not really paying attention because I'm just like spaced out and just like tired and not really wanting to be on the side of the road <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah, right. and, and I hear a guy yell, "Barrett, what are you doing?" And I'm like, and I still don't really know who that was, but like they knew who I was, and I was like, oh. Just, you hanging out he's like you need anything like you want me to get you want me to tell you i'm like no and he even knew where i lived and stuff and he's like your dad coming i'm like yeah i'll be here soon so he's like oh tell keith hey he's like sure and i'm like you know, I have no idea i'm like i don't know who that person is but like they knew who i was just growing up there you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah like it, you know he gave me some shit and like left <laughs> it's like it was awesome i was like man i have no idea so i described the track to my dad and he's like oh it sounds like and i can't remember what he said but i was like oh yeah it probably was you yeah, know? yeah right yeah yeah but that's so cool about that small town stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah, I definitely want my kids to have the same experience I and mean, we'll, we'll see kind of where life takes us. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like the, uh, you know, another thing cool too is, and I mean, like you guys have seen it here too. Like the, was it creamery days is coming up or yeah, yeah, that's kind of the big event for Steve I in the summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's a huge yeah. event. Yeah. I think and it's the hundred and 
fourth oh, or no, hundred tenth. Yeah, hundred and tenth. Oh, wow. I think it's like hundredth and something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. must be a big deal. Mm-hmm. It used oh, to be really fun it. back in the day. Oh, yeah. Well, they yeah. yeah they used to shut the whole main street down. Yeah. For days. Oh, for it, days. Yeah, really? they used to block it off, and oh, then you'd cool. have to go around to get and at through night, town. They, it was pretty much a drunk fest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just out in the streets like and street stuff. Street dance yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 It was fun yeah. back yeah. in the day. Yeah. They've kind of toned it down a little bit, um, just because you know there's kids and whatnot, but yeah. it still yeah. is a lot of fun. There's still like a ton of different like live music from local bands and oh, so um, cool, food yeah. vendors and. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Yeah, the small town events are so good. Like every small town has one, and mm-hmm. the origin of it for like for folks who can't, couldn't like picture like a, a whole town shutting down. But like back in the day, it's like you could shut a whole town down. You could have like a drunk fest in the streets. And you're on horseback or some slow moving truck. Like it, you don't have to worry yeah. about people getting you know, <laughs> hit or <laughs> hit yeah, or ran yeah, over. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. whatever yep. might happen. You know, like yeah. now it's a little more dangerous. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Whitehall used to be the same way. Like, I mean, the whole. It was kind of highway going through through towns. So you couldn't really shut that down, you yeah. know. But like uh, the the main offshoot road, I think it was Legion. I think it was called. I hope I'm getting this right for my white white hall folks. But <laughs> they would, they'd have a huge stage in the middle. It'd be shut down. You know, yeah. you had bars on either side. The, the one bar burned down. They they moved it, so it's in a different building. It was the Mint Bar. But like at the time, it was like you had Borden's, the Mint, Ropers, all in one little corner, and then uh, the other bar, um, uh, Two Bit, would have its own little band. You know, yeah. So you could kind of like go around and get a little different variety, and then Three Forks, like their whole Main Street, shuts down for their rodeo. Yeah, they do. yeah. That's, I think it's like next weekend and yeah. the days the weekend yeah. after. Yeah. Man, yeah. so we, you know, Three Forks is right down the road, and we have a bunch of buddies there. So we go there the weekend before, and mm-hmm. then we go to our Frontier Days and. And the reason I'm telling this story is because, like, last time I was there with my wife, Frontier Days, we took my dad's Jeep, took the top off, went downtown, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, we're just, like, walking around. And, and uh, I wasn't sure I was going to recognize anybody. Pretty pretty good turnover since I was in high school, you know. And, and uh, you know, I just started bumping into old teachers and, and folks yeah. I haven't seen forever. Yep. And it was just awesome. So, yeah. so cool. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's it is fun. nice. I love the small to town. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's a great, it's a great and, thing to And your teachers of. really care about you like like a relative, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. when I go back home, if, if, because my brother's in the military. And so when him and I are in town at the same time, it's like, people <laughs> know it. Yeah. 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 And it's like a mini family reunion. Like oh, it's, so cool. yeah. People it turns coming out, everywhere to come yeah, see you guys. Yep, and, and you know, yeah. just say, you know, and her family's, pretty much half the state of Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I mean, there's yeah, hundreds it's a of pretty, them. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. but they're probably calling, like, where are they going to be tonight? All right, we're coming over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's usually in my, like, my parents' backyard. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, I have a lot of cousins now and second cousins and, you know, families grow and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's, and it's like we never left. Like, yeah, we right? bump into people yeah. and just everybody's gotten older. Yeah. You know? It's so, so just down to earth and just small. T- yeah, when I went, what was it, two years ago? Uh, this last time was last year. Oh no, yeah, it was two. Uh, yeah, it was two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, it was two years ago. So I was only there for three days. It was over mm-hmm. Memorial Weekend. Oh yeah. yeah. So she drove with the kids, and I flew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got the better deal yeah. there. Sounds like. Yeah. No, so, I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. But I showed up, and I just drove that out of there. Oh no, no, it's good. You're you good. just kind of turn a little bit. I know that, that I got these are the old models. I got to get more of these because I got the short cord. I got the uh, you know, expander <laughs> for the new one. But, but yeah, I show up and there's cars everywhere. Yeah. And it's just a huge party in the back. Everyone's playing cornhole and drinking oh. beer and just having a good time. Yeah. And then we went fishing and then I think it w- we went fishing the next day and then the day after that, 
Um, so one of my best friends actually lives what an hour from yeah about an hour from her folks no way yeah Yeah. wow man yeah and so we hooked up with him went fishing and then a lot of her family my best friend and then us went down to the iowa river (laughs) on the last (laughs) day and had a big fish fry on the iowa river and i told her dad i was like god i said dude this is the most redneck shit I've ever done, but it is awesome. <laughs> and it's how I, I grew it. up. Like, so yeah, cool. yeah, it's yeah. right on. We, you know, as my grandpa passed away, the the farmland was sold off, and then oh. um, the rest of the land went into like a family trust, basically. Oh, nice. Um, so we still have land in the family, but it's all like river bottom land, and then some hill land. And so anytime we go back home, it's like you gotta get because I have fond memories of like sanding for you know snapping turtles oh. and ha- yeah eating snapping turtles and fishing and Little gnarly things yeah catching uh slippery slags or leopard frogs as people out in the west call them but um yeah just just running amok so <laughs> on the awesome. river bottom yeah. Yeah. but also yeah. probably made you a little healthier though you know get all the oh, bacteria absolutely. in your well, system and stuff right yeah there was so there's kind of like a there was a study, I think it was at Iowa State University, where um, because it is so high agricultural land, the oh. toxins in the oh, water. It's always that. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh. So it was one of those things. It's like, well, am I healthier because of that, or am I going to have, am I at a higher risk of cancer because of it? Yeah. So, and we don't really know. We won't know until you know generations like the the runoff. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of you know that's been a topic in all the ag country, right? Like you go up mm-hmm. by the Coulter Lake and yeah, like these having these big algae blooms, and they're like, yeah. oh, this is strange. Like yeah, this hasn't happened before. Why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't like this. You know, yeah. like it doesn't take you know genius to figure out like the correlation there, and mm-hmm. like, it's probably not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but like you said earlier about like keeping your body that homeo- homeostasis in check and and mm-hmm. getting the right mushrooms. I you know I think I was reading like turkey tail and reishi are good for and yeah. My talk your shit talking maybe all of them. Yeah, mo- mo- most mushrooms are really really good for you. Um, it's just again some some varieties have or strains have like more medicinal properties than um we did we grew turkey tail quite a bit when we first moved to stevensville and then just wasn't we weren't having success with it so we stopped and then we're gonna eventually bring it back for like our supplements and whatnot but like and yeah and one thing i should mention with a lot of our medicinal stuff too is lion's mane is about the only one you can really eat like that you can make yeah. meals out of or oh. supplement things. Yeah. Meals. And my talkie, my talkie is and shiitake or shiitake, um, in uh, traditional like Asian, um, type healing environments. They use those two for a lot of medicinal properties, but the lion's mane is not only delicious, it's freaking delicious, yeah. but it's also really highly concentrated on those, you know, those phytochemicals that you need. Oh yeah. But, um, some of the hardier ones, the ones that are like really, really good for your body, you can't, you do not want to eat turkey tail. It is, I've done it. I've tried cooking it every way I can. It's just, oh. it's like eating bark. Oh yeah, cause yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I never really like thought about it. But it's like, um, I'm trying to think like a like almost like a burl, but not a burl, but like that grows yeah. on the Chris, tree, yep. like yep. real woody, like, like it. A cock. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. That's yep. what I was thinking of. Yep. Yeah, yep. and um, in Alaska they're calling it something else, but yeah, they're you know they, the natives mm-hmm. were looking for it when I was up there. I can't, yep. I can't remember what they, they were calling it there, like a, a conch or something. Yeah, yeah conch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reishi's yeah. a lot like that too. It's yeah. real woody. 
Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So you, you can't really, I guess you can't really eat that one either. Then, huh? No, and it's best. I mean, you can eat it in like a powder form if you like stick it on popcorn or oh. um, like oh, put popcorn? it in, yeah, or put it in like, um, like broth or, or tea. Oh, yeah. It's used a lot with tea. Um, in traditional Chinese medicine, it's presented in tea form. Oh. Um, and Seems like Chinese has like a lot of like brothy tea mm-hmm. kind of stuff for yep. their medicines. Yep, yep, Which absolutely. Which makes sense, you know, clears the sinuses as, as it's going in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's that, that huge, you know, traditional medicine that um, has been lost through g- generations that yeah. we're trying to bring back. And not only just Asian, but, you know, Native American yeah. cultures too that... I think we need to start listening a little bit more because they definitely know more than what we think they do. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. And embracing those cultures, not stealing or trying to manipulate the culture because I think as, you know, we adapt those healing properties, we need to also honor their tradition and the way that they're presented in the, because they're presented in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sometimes part of a ceremony or something. Yeah, well, and it's the same thing with like, (laughs) tangent, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> the English when they the certain teacups they use oh. um, and this has just been recently like researched um, with the molecular structure of water so the way that teacups are shaped and you turn it and in I think English culture and I could be completely off by this but they go a couple stirs one direction a couple stirs the other direction and it actually creates a vortex and it oxygenizes the coffee or the tea or whatever they're drinking. Yeah. And it's like, it literally changes the molecular structure of the liquid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're finding like, you know, these traditional things that we don't really take, you know, into consideration. There's a meaning or there's a reason why we do it. We just have lost that connection. Yeah. And it makes sense how it could happen because if Mm -hmm. it isn't really passed down, if it's more like a muscle memory thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, like people might be doing it and they might not even know why. And then like you said, they do it in a, some research it makes sense uh, oxygen oxygenate because you kind of get the vortex going one way and then you get it the other way and yeah it stirs things stirs up. It up more yeah, yeah, yeah. totally kind of gets it like it's almost like flipping it you know going the other way mm-hmm. man expose more to it yeah so are you guys gonna do like a supplement brand or yeah yeah, yeah oh, that's cool. yeah yeah definitely we've got a lot of things um, a lot of irons in the fire yeah as yeah. it were yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things on paper that we're gonna be once we get this set up and running Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. We're going to be really diving into a lot of different things. Yeah, and I don't want to put the cart for the horse or give away any secrets here. So, no, like, no, uh, yeah, yeah, no. It, and I, know. yeah, but I tell anybody that asks, it's like, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm geared because now there's a lot of people that don't like mu- the taste of mushrooms. They don't like the texture of mushrooms. They don't like, you know, preparing mushrooms. Yeah. Um, but everybody needs to be ingesting mushrooms. You need you need that nutrients in your body because they're a piggyback type um plant-based too or fungal based so anything that you pair it with your body's going to absorb better oh yeah so if you're you know eating and sprinkling on just enough to on a mushroom powder you know in your on your steak or seasoning salt i mean we there's a whole nother like brand line that we're we're gonna be doing it's in our like five-year plan for sure but the supplements is the first yeah Yeah. um yeah that's a big one and we've also even kind of started dabbling a little bit into mushroom jerky yeah, oh, and, and dried mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd yeah. be especially like yeah. you said with haunting and stuff. You know, like yeah. I mean, like yeah. regular jerky's good, but you're nice to have something a little different. Like even something that might give you a little bit of a boost. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. one good thing about it too is, so when we sell our mushrooms, they are as fresh as we can get them. Um, they're normally harvested a day or two before we deliver them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But if we can't, then we will take those and dry them. 
Oh. Yeah. And so we don't, we're, we're trying to minimize our waste because it's either grade A to our customers or it's waste for the most part. Yeah. And we're trying to um, find different avenues for our waste to go. Man, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's yeah, smart. That's smart yeah. business and, and good because like people like me and I know a lot of people in the community, like you said, that maybe don't want to cook them up or i mean i like the flavor of mushrooms so i'd I'll, yeah you know, I'll, I'll throw like the my shiitake and all that mm-hmm. in the oyster mushrooms right because those are yeah quite, those are the ones you can get and cook yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm get off the rails here with my knowledge yeah, but, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're uh, good. but yeah like uh like i've seen with the you know the layered coffee creamer stuff that i always throw in my coffee and then yeah. to support local and get something that's even maybe a little more well it probably is more fresh you know yeah l- you know, the layered supplements is a big company and you know mm-hmm. it's a get it to from wherever he gets it in his warehouse or wherever to store to me it's a bit of a process you know so yeah yeah me, me get you know you guys growing mushrooms making the mushrooms and me come and get them like i mean it could be like in a, within a week span or something yeah. or you know and, and even if it's a little longer it's still not that long you know and we've had yeah. a lot of people asking us you know about supplements um you know are, are these do you have any dried lion's mane or any powdered lion's mane and we're like not now, but, Not yet, yeah. but yeah, down the yeah. road. Because some people just, yeah, they don't like the taste of mushrooms or they don't know how to cook mushrooms mm-hmm. or they just don't have the time really to cook mm-hmm. a whole lot, but they like the benefits of them. Yeah. Totally. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're saying, Sarah, like it's, uh, it's really the benefits. It, there's no reason for people not to be doing it. You know, like it's, yeah. it's so important, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Uh, and I think just tying back to that nutrition part, yeah. it's really, really important for us to really start taking our health more seriously yeah and if you, you know if you guys have like wh- whatever route you guys end up going you know i just like think of some ideas in my head but like a jar you know you can come bring your jar and get like some powder from you guys Absolutely. Or, or whatever yep. it might be you know and, yeah. and that's super easy throwing your tea or coffee like yeah i mean you could double down on the day you know like if you're a coffee drinker have a little bit in your coffee and that night it wind down with the tea and throw in some mushroom and mm-hmm. maybe switch up your mushroom you know lines me in the morning and something yep. at night you know turkey tail whatever it might be you know yeah 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 and that's the I also want to really geared toward because kids, you know, kids are finicky yeah, and yeah. it's really hard to get kids to eat vegetables. And even ours, like we have one kiddo that's like all gung ho. She loves mushrooms, any form. She loves them. That's awesome. The other three, eh, they can no. And they, they always ask, are there mushrooms in here? And it's like, well, I, I don't know if there are. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, making like even like a fruit based tea with um you know mushrooms oh. in it and like uh you know rose hip and some of the herbs that you need um to help you know kids immunosystems because that's that's the main focus and the, the way that we need to start realizing what nutrition is is we're supporting our immune system because our immune system is the meat and bones of and you know that is that is everything and that's what's keeping us alive is our immune system and if we don't give it what it needs we not only get sick but then we have chronic diseases and yeah um, really affects our whole life yeah the quality of life and that's i mean that's what we're all after we're after a good quality of life 100 percent. yeah well like a couple years ago they were calling them like 10 years ago they were like oh we found out you know like your gut is you know the gut the well yeah the gut and brain are you know yeah yeah inner inner top inner twine the t- um, gut gut brain connection. Br- yeah, gut brain connection. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to say. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> need more lines made up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's even more important than that, especially with being someone who has Crohn's and autoimmune oh, yeah. and inflammation. Like, if my gut's off, it's my brain's off. Like, oh yeah, so absolutely. Th- they're definitely one of the same. And you know, have the two brain series like they're almost like separate, and you c- mm-hmm. they can 
independently operate but it's not the case like your brain yeah you know but like your gut is affecting the way your brain operates and absolutely you're not getting the right fuel and you're getting put inflammation in your system and yeah. not helping out like you're saying with mm-hmm. the mushrooms and, and tying everything together in like a tea you know and basil and all those good things and yeah yeah like it i mean it really affects you like it affects me you know yeah. oh yeah so gut health is Gut so health important. is very, very yeah. important and very overlooked. Yeah. And chronic inflammation is also something that we don't we don't realize that we're constantly inflaming ourselves with, you know, food dyes and highly processed foods and and stress, stress and, and not getting yeah, enough sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and this the sleep part is a huge. I mean, we it's just crazy how we know so much about our bodies and how it functions, and yet we're constantly making these discoveries of how nutrition plays in with it and yeah. plant-based and meat-based. Or if you're veget- vegetarian and vegan, there's a mushroom where you can still enjoy that kind of um, environment of enjoying a steak, but it's not a steak. Yeah. You know, lion's mane is really good. And there's yeah, a lot they're of... they're actually making like lion's mane steaks. steaks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like marinating them. Oh. And then like, yeah. You get like similar texture too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that meteor texture. And lion's mane is really known for its, um, it's like crab-like quality. Oh. Um, so like people are making crab cakes and... Oh, um, that'd be, like, that'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, like really yeah. good meat alternatives. Um, so whether if you're a meat eater or not, you can still appreciate it, you know, a good mushroom. Yeah, it's very universal in that yeah. way. So that's a yeah. really good point. But they're yeah. really good on fresh elk steak. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's probably are. the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, all with some onions. Yeah, yeah. and some potatoes. That was one of the best meals this past hunting season when um, my buddy from Iowa was here, and we went hunting together and each killed an elk and brought oh, it back awesome. and cut it up, and took it inside, cooked it, fresh, and then with fresh mushrooms on mm-hmm. top. Man, he was like, "This is so good." Well, that's like, I mean. You know, maybe maybe I'm putting stuff that you guys are already thinking about. Like, I was thinking like a cookbook or like a suggestion book yep. of like, like you're talking, you know, like sprinkle some on the popcorn, you know, some fresh lines made on the steak. Like, those yeah. are great ideas, you know. Yeah. So like, I mean, for yeah. me, I guess I'd, I'd be interested in, in like a little tip book or even just like a like a semi cookbook slash tip book, you know, yeah. like suggestions. Yeah, yeah, we've thought about that, especially like when we go to the markets and stuff. People are like, "How do I cook this?" Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, there, you know, I mean, the basic way to cook it is saute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Saute with a good amount of fat. Because the other thing that we need to start educating ourselves is how vitamins and nutrients are delivered to our bodies, whether they're water soluble or fat soluble. And most of the nutrients in mushrooms are fat soluble. So you you should be cooking them in some kind of fat, whether it's butter, olive oil, um, stay away from vegetable oil and terrible stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you know, your good, healthy fats. um, You're just given that. Yeah. That meal, another boost of nutrients. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I found out during the pandemic, I think it was that, you know, vitamin D is fat soluble as well, you yep, know, so yep. yeah, make sure I was taking enough of that and h- how little that we have. So like the, like you're talking about the, with the mushrooms, especially mm-hmm. in the winter, like you're saying before, just to circle back on that, like so important. It is. Yeah. Like up here in the Northern hem- hemisphere, even in the summer, it sounds like we're not quite getting enough vitamin D, you no, know, so no. in the winter, we're definitely, especially this last winter, man, oh. it was overcast yeah. the whole winter. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It was a really yeah. long, rough winter. Yeah. It really was. And it, I'm a winter person. I was like, geez, yeah. I, I feel like I didn't really have to shovel that much, but it just was like really cold. It was yeah. really cold and it, yeah. for whatever reason, it felt so long. And yeah. then we had like a, a glimpse of spring. It yeah. was like, oh, spring's here. Yay. And then it was like, psych, guess what? It's going to be yeah. negative two tomorrow. Yeah. And then we had a period of, you know, in the low 20s for 
gosh, it felt like forever. Yeah. And then. Yeah, the fall kind of was the same way. Like, I remember Halloween being warm, and then, yeah. like, I went hunting that, that you know, last week in a. Oh. a well, yeah, last week in November, you know, the last week of hunting season. Yeah. And, man, you remember how cold it was? Like, oh, I got yeah, super was, sick. Yeah, he was yeah, out. Yeah, I hunted. So I, I primarily bow hunt. Oh, yeah. And so. Yeah. That's I, the way to go. I mm-hmm. was in a tree a lot of November. Yeah. And it was actually my left foot and my toes are still tingly from. Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah. Think I did something. A little bit of damage there. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it he, was just everything I did, it just. I can maybe last till about 11, 12 o'clock, and it's when you can't feel your feet or nothing like that, it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, yeah, like, I mean, we even were going to go sit in a duck blind not too far from here, and uh, my brother-in-law had just moved out and went back to get his stuff, back to the Midwest, and I think just decoys and a few things, and like, we had this big plan, and it was, like, around that same, like, cold stretch, and mm-hmm. all the water around here in the valley was just froze over, all the open spots to hunt, and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. I guess we're just going to go, you know, hunt some elk and deer, and, yeah. and then yeah. it was so cold, you didn't really want to be out doing that, because like you said, I mean, it, it was, like, two degrees that one day we went, we were going to go, and it was almost a portion that we both got sick, so, you know, yeah. we ended up not making it, but big plans this year for all of it, you know? Yeah, yeah it was incredibly more. cold, and yeah. early, it was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh. That reminds me, I was going to say something, and uh, I almost forgot, but the hyperbaric chambers, have you guys heard anything about these? Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't heard a ton about them, so it might help your foot. Yeah. Like it's supposed to help with, like, like stroke patients Pitch, and stuff. Yep, yeah, yep. For recovery, and something else I just found out, like, it's crazy all the stuff on hyperbaric chambers. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about them. There's, yeah. yeah, all that has, again, and it, it's a whole going back to, um, like, traditional medicine and, like, things that we don't think that are going to help. And then we give them a try and they really help our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, awesome. like, wow. Yeah. And the sauna booths, the in-home sauna booths now you can get. Like, sweating is so incredibly important for our bodies yeah. to detox. Yeah. I and bet you if you trace it back, almost every culture has had some kind of sweat thing. They absolutely like, have. Yeah. Norwegians yep. have saunas. You know, Native Americans with their sweat lodges Lodges, and stuff. Yep. You know, like, mm-hmm. I bet every culture has had some kind of sweat yep. operation operation going at one point you know and then we got like you said we just got busy and lost it and Mm -hmm. unfortunately i i got one like before the pandemic got bananas so oh nice yeah really unfortunate to have a home sauna yeah it's helped out so much though you know like i had Mm -hmm. some surgery and i couldn't do anything i couldn't lift more than 10 pounds i I had this weird tumor removed and um so i was laid up for a couple months yeah and uh only i do is go in the sauna but like after i could healed up and i could actually be active and i think it was actually during hunting season like right at the beginning so like i went out for the end of hunting season and was able to hike around i wasn't getting around great like i didn't wasn't able to you know sneak up on anything or i was, <laughs> wasn't really trying to get anything because i don't know if i'd be able to pack it out but yeah <laughs> i was still able to get out there and do stuff yeah. and cardio wise i was okay because of the sauna you know mm-hmm. strength wise i was a little lacking but yeah cardio yeah. was okay though i wasn't like just wheezing out there you know yeah. just getting my heart rate in the sauna every night yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah do you guys have work to tonight do you have more stuff to do no, no, uh, no, we just have kids. I know. I was they're, just thinking they're asleep. I was, oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was thinking about getting home to my kiddo, too, and the family, so I didn't yeah. want to keep you guys, or, or if you had work. Yeah, I mean, geez, the schedule. But, man, yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, I thank you guys so much for, for taking the time, and, and I get so much energy from you folks and, like, a bunch of folks that I've had on and talked to, you know, like, even here in town. I think, like, Sourdough was, was carrying oh, some of your stuff, we, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I ran into Ashley one day. Ashley's... Ashley and Jay are just, they're wonderful. Yeah. They're humans. Yeah. They're just good, good, good humans. Yeah. So, yeah. like, talking like that community you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're building it here, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. Like, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more you guys. I'm just kind of floating around with this airstream, but, you know. No, hey, <laughs> you're just, this is great. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Trying to get involved, but, like, talking to you guys, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, it's, oh, man, and, like, the folks at Eternal Bloom and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're great, too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, it's just been so cool. Like, I get 
just fired up like man you guys are doing yeah. stuff i'm doing stuff yeah we're great. all doing stuff yeah. and we're making it better that's the yeah. big part is we're th- yeah. making our community better totally more connected which yeah. is important and talking more like you know mm-hmm. even if like we're not 100 percent right on everything we're saying on this podcast which i think given the information we have now as accurate as we can be you know yeah. and yeah. It's, it's still it's gonna make people think right like mm-hmm. i remember someone telling me a long time ago like it doesn't really matter so much as like the facts as long as they're having the conversation because then your mind's open to something right you're oh, thinking and, and you're yeah. you know you're mm-hmm. doing your own thinking on something and, and processing we need to think more yeah absolutely individual yeah. thought right yeah yeah we need yeah. to just think and not be um persuaded yeah or offended or offended That's it. we yeah. need to be open yeah. i think having a a mutual conversation that is rooted in respect whether you agree or not and you come out of a conversation and either you're more ingrained in your thought or you're more open that's that's good yeah but you got to do it respectfully and you got to do it with kindness and like yeah yeah, yeah and coming in kind of humble you know yeah, like yeah. sometimes if i'm not humble like i get humbled like there's really fast yeah really fast <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, I listened to this one uh well, I, was, I was gonna do a podcast for the foresters and um so I listened to this one podcast that exists on the Custer Gallatin and this gal named Liz Towling, she she's awesome. And I just listened to the very first like clip and it was a small little clip and the mm-hmm. very first one, right? And I'm like, uh, ah, yeah, it's it's okay, you know, like I'm thinking yeah. I think mine's probably a little better is what I thought, you know? Yeah. And then I got to talk to her, we had a meeting, amazing, like the huge brain, just awesome person, you know, like I was just impressed right yeah. away. And uh so nice. And she's like, hey, if you know, if you want to uh, recommend this podcast uh, episode for you, and it was not even the the one that I looked at. The one I looked at was um, your Force Your Future clip from like that. But there's actually like a separate main podcast called Outlandish, and it was a hyphen in between Outland and Ish. I think is how it looks up. Oh, okay. so it took me a while to find it. Yeah. And it was like what you might find in glaciers. Oh, and it is incredible. Like I was like, this is insane. Blue my doors off and i was like that is a thousand times better than my operation you know <laughs> but like the initial like i you know like just being ignorant i i listened to the first episode and the first yeah. episode for any first yeah. anything from anybody pre- pretty much is bad right like you're bad at something at first yeah. so like mm-hmm. but me being dumb and ignorant like I'm, i don't think anything of it. i'm like oh she's okay you know like i, I just want to hear like kind of how she got it going and not like i wasn't thinking about like um you know how maybe like i should be picking her brain on on her podcast itself oh, sure, and like, yeah. you know, how she became such a good host and all these things. So I was yeah. thinking like, Oh, we're kind of doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. But then like listen to other podcasts, like it was amazing. Like it was so much better than mine. I was like, <laughs> this is unreal. Like yeah. just like her delivery and that she had breaks and like the kind of back and forth of it and all. And uh, I was, yeah, just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The flow was amazing. So yeah, just being a little more humble and you know, it's a, it's a constant battle is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a constant battle for everybody. Yeah. yeah. There's always going to be somebody doing something better than you. Yeah. Yeah, but totally. And, and then, and then like being humble enough to be like, yeah, that's better than mine. And if you, if yeah, you have the time, I'd love to pick mm-hmm. your brain on this and, and yeah. figure out how I can improve my thing a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I don't really listen to many podcasts besides the ones I listened before. Cause I'm always scared. I'm just like take away from like someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, sure from a creative standpoint and like Mike's a photographer too. And oh then yeah, I also mentioned Yeah. That. And I metal yeah. Smith too. Oh really? Um, which I haven't done in a year and a half because we've been so busy with yeah. getting this going. So there's that creative side that we have. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Like yeah. if you follow too many people on Instagram, your style starts to become like everybody else's that's style. What I'm worried about. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's the dangerous game. Cause then you just kind of get, you know, put into the, 
to the masses so yeah totally yeah i want mm-hmm. this to be my original thing and i don't want to take for anybody else either an accident like even if yeah. it's just an accident like because there's a few other you know fire related outdoorsy podcasts out there and like mm-hmm. uh hotshot wake up and anchor point or two of them that are that are big and i think they're really good but i don't i don't even i don't listen to them and i don't really want to yet until i know i'm for sure gonna stick with this you know and i'll yeah. change it as i as i grow with it, it. Evolve. yeah yeah, oh, yeah, evolve. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. but i want to like evolve into the anchor point podcast on accident because it's like i'm listening to right, it all the time yeah. all of a sudden like maybe i end up mm-hmm. talking like him you know yeah. or something and, and i'm not even aware of it also yeah like i'm a mirror podcast on accident you yeah. know so i'm like which sucks because i want to be like supportive but i'm also like i i, I know i kind of know myself and i know i want to like make sure i i'm got this more figured out before i start listening to other people's you yeah know, that are in the similar field yeah. i guess yep. you know yeah, yeah like know. she handed like with my i do that used to do that a lot with my photography and stuff like that because there were some people that I'd follow and it's like I have a certain look about my photos or my videos and stuff that I'd put together and yeah like I'd follow some some photographers it's like oh gosh it's almost looking too much like his so I could see that happening easy in photography oh for yeah because sure. yeah. Yeah. you know like the I took an awesome photography class in, in college did not expect it but a professional photographer just had this great talent I, God, I wish I could do her some justice remember her name she was amazing and she taught us like all the basics of like uh, a normal camera to a digital camera and all the stuff that we'd be kind of using and like showed us all her professional awesome shots and would have us go out and challenge us the different kind of like shots that we'd go out and do like nighttime and daytime yeah. and, and like um, more like geometrical like sign. I can't remember exactly but it had to have like a like a parallel line and a perpendicular line or oh, something your thirds, like it. your rule of thirds that's probably what it was yeah. yeah jeez man I'm butchering this I'm so glad you, <laughs> you, you got that yeah but that, that was a really bad description that you were able to pick up I appreciate that and so yeah stuff like that right like um that people don't really think about but it ingrained something in me to where like I, I think I take a pretty good photo more just because that like you were talking to like all these like things that you learn along the way that you yeah. that's kind of in the back here and just comes out every once in a while you know but i could definitely see just for my own self like looking at other people's photos being like some doing what they're doing yeah you know? and i, I like yeah. the way i take photos so i don't really want to you know take someone <laughs> else's you know yeah. yeah yeah absolutely man so i do you do professional photography right now or is that on the back burner too um i used to so one of the businesses i started was a small production company oh really? it was called 41 digital oh and so i did photography and videography edited all that and i started that right before COVID hit oh so that really just hammered it Uh, and it was it was starting to go because i worked a lot with a lot of outdoor companies oh really and did a lot of their photography um put together some commercials for them and stuff for for tv and um for a lot of social media and stuff like that so i did that for a while and then i was kind of I did that, and then I also, this is going to kind of get long, and I don't want it to, but no, I also, <laughs> so I was doing that, and then I was also, um, I helped start another archery company. Oh, really? And so I was traveling and still working full-time at Roseburg, mm-hmm. but I was traveling all over the country. Oh, geez. I was doing trade shows. I was doing archery shoots, because I was also a tournament archer. Oh, wow. kind of at the same time. I was doing a lot of stuff. Man, yeah, you're busy. And so. <laughs> Both you guys. Um, yeah. I was kind of getting tired of traveling all over, so I just wanted to just stay close to home. Yeah. And I was kind of getting tired of the outdoor industry. Um, pretty cutthroat. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to just step away from that a little bit. So I started a small production company in Missoula. And, yeah, I was just starting to get going. 
and then COVID hit. So with that, mm -hmm. of course, everyone's going to cancel pretty much their, all their marketing budget is just out the window, yeah. all that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Dang, man. yeah, so that kind of went on the back burner a little bit and then I had to get a real job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I worked at Home Depot for like a year or so, and then I became a marketing manager. Oh, and awesome. so, yeah, I do a lot of his videos, um, a lot of real estate. I do a lot mm -hmm. of real estate photo shoots, yep. drone work. I'm also a drone pilot. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, because we were talking about it uh, when we first started talking on Instagram, I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that real estate stuff is big, man. That make, makes or break. Uh, mm -hmm. Not really so much the sale, but just getting the people there, right? Yeah. 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 I know it's like my, my brother's actually going through trying to sell his place over by Townsend right now. And. And uh, I think they were just like kind of quick taking on a, on a camera phone or something, you know, photos. So mm -hmm. you, you look and, you know, you look in the surrounding area and look at the pro photos that are like used with the drone or, or just a professional camera. And it's wow. like, man, it's really selling that house. And my <laughs> pro brother's house is not doing, it's not doing yeah. its justice, you know. Yeah. It used to, and it still does. It really pisses me off when I look at because I actually go through the MLS listing for the bidder every day. Oh, really? And I check Florence, Stevensville, Victor Corvallis, and sometimes Hamilton. Yeah. Just because I have a thing with real estate, too. And it really it pisses me off when I see an agent, a real estate agent, go and do photos with their phone. Because when they sell that home, they're going to get a pretty decent commission. Oh. And to just yeah. go in there for the client and take a photo with their phone... It pisses me off. Yeah, it's the cut, cutting corners like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And especially through COVID, when I first started, you didn't even hardly need to take a photo to sell a house. Oh, I bet, mm -hmm. man. Because there was such a bidding war going on for houses and yeah. stuff like that. They were actually selling for more than what they were asking for. Yeah. Yeah, it was and crazy so for a while. A lot of agents were getting cheap that way and getting lazy. And so they weren't taking professional photos and it would it pissed me off because the client granted they're going to probably sell their house but you need to do what you need to do to to really sell this house and really give everything you can to the client yeah i think so too and i think if you're especially if you're uh, really like harnessing a view from a, a good photo you know that's i at least when I was looking, that's what I'd be looking for. Like, oh yeah, I look for the view off the porch here, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, was in that yeah. in that listing, yeah. you know, yeah. versus like a couple like three sixty, you know, shots from a ca camera phone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I've been doing a lot of real estate um, photography and stuff now. Working oh, nice. As a marketing manager. Yeah. And I did a little bit before, and then once I became a marketing manager, um, yeah, that's pretty much any house we get, I'll go and shoot it. Oh, awesome. That's probably take, takes a little bit of time doing that, huh? Yeah, it's getting, I'm getting more efficient at it. Oh, I As bet. far as the thing that actually really takes the, the most time is the computers that I that I use. Because I have one at, at an office in Missoula and then mine now. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the editing programs, like Adobe, Yeah. they keep um, updating, it. updating it and they get bigger and they yeah. get bigger and mm -hmm. bigger. And it's like, oh my yeah. gosh, so I got to add more memory to my computer. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's what's killing me. I got, like, the base laptop from, like, 2018 or 19, you know, the Mac, uh, whatever the little one was. Yep. Yeah. It was, it's fine for, like, iMovie stuff but or even, like, this Hero 4, but I, I got, like, the my wife got me the newest GoPro last year for Christmas or something. Oh, yeah. And, like, those files, even as I turned them down, like, basic, because you can add, like, the stabilization, stabilization all these other little yeah. bells and whistles mm -hmm. that makes yeah. the file bigger. So I, like got down to just basic like 1080 whatever you know uh footage and it's still like 
iMovie like has a hard time. Well, my computer has a hard time processing through iMovie. It gets hot and stuff, and like yeah. so I know it's stuff in my computer. Yeah. It's like, oh man. Yeah. So I'm still using the old GoPro until I can upgrade. Yeah. But also, I don't want to really get away from iMovie because, like you said, you get like something like um like Adobe or was it uh, Final Cut? Yeah, Final yeah, Cut Pro. Final, yeah, Final Cut Pro. Yeah. 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 The updates in Final Cut Pro itself is probably like a pretty big file, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. man, it takes up so much space. So. Yeah, whenever I run video through mine, so um, Premiere Pro is through is Adobe's, and oh. whenever I run um, any video through that, I have to set it on the lowest um, quality. Oh yeah. Or it, it just won't play back. Nuts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate, you know, because like I got this GoPro that's got like I can take an awesome shot, but I just can't do anything with it yet well and then it just eats up the battery too you know yeah. and, then, and the memory you know like I, I go from being able to shoot like a four hour video to like a two hour video you know and yeah, yeah. So like, oh, and especially with this you know like I want to be able to shoot like for a little over two hours now so I, I can let you guys go <laughs> I feel like I've had I've, I've <laughs> taken <laughs> you hostage for a little while here <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. but uh, it's yeah it's uh, I was going somewhere with that but also I remember what I was going to say earlier about the my brother in law it came to me a while ago but there wasn't, there wasn't a good way to loop it in <laughs> um, was the uh, the Biodome movie back in the day like in the 90s or something oh yeah and yeah like, it was Brandon Fraser yeah yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. thinking like man it'd be so cool to, like live in a, in a Biodome you know mm-hmm. like uh, you know have that be like your daily you know yeah. it was like man yep. something you kind of control yeah yep. oh man but like I kind of thought about that with like greenhouses and like you know like the Eternal Bloom folks and yeah uh, you know some other folks I know that are like growing in you know like Hilltop Acres that one of my friends who does micro greens and yeah it's like man that seems like so cool and like well like you guys doing the mushrooms like going in this like really healthy atmosphere that's getting filtered through plants you know like yeah, yeah 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 and eternal blooms like work with permaculture is really inspiring too yeah, yeah. they're it doing some crazy cool things and it's great yeah it is really great yeah mm-hmm. i love like their their feed because they'll like talk about something and, like uh when i had them on they're talking about, like no-till and stuff yeah and yeah really yeah, interesting yeah, stuff yeah. there yeah but Shoot, we, can, we can wrap it up there. I'm sure we, we can uh, <laughs> do, do another one if you, if you guys would like. Cause I'll, yeah. I'd love to have you guys on again. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably yeah. talk to you guys all night. Do you guys want to blast anything out there for the social medias or anything? Or? Um, just, I guess, a big thank you for everybody that supported us now and in the future. Because um, we've, as we're growing, we're, you know, struggling. We're having struggle times. Like, we've missed a couple farmers markets here and there just because we didn't have produce or yeah. mushrooms to bring. Um, but everybody is just, it's just crazy the amount of support that yeah. and patience and patience. Had with us. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And just overall, like, yeah, just excitement for it. So yeah, I'd like to thank everybody. I think that might be helping like the post COVID a little bit too. Like people are having that more patience, like, Oh, yeah. I understand it takes a process cause they've dabbled in something maybe, yeah. or they just realize like things, t- good things take time. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 But not, you know, with small family farm or small family business, we're not Amazon. We can't just you know flip stuff over and have it you know come out <laughs> like yeah. that's not how things work yeah. but yeah absolutely but yeah, yeah if anyone wants to follow along on the process they can always follow us on facebook and instagram mm-hmm. at swift yeah. current farms swift current farms oh yeah. Gotcha. yeah yeah we'll be posting more now that we have this facility up and running yeah. it was really really hard to do anything in that barn it was so cramped I bet. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> like bet. mike had a hard time being as tall yeah. as he is just moving around yeah you are tall fall, tell tall fellow six five six seven six 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 yeah, six oh yeah. man, right in the middle <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're right yeah, there ballparking it <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so. i bet 
Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I know. I'm, I know we're friends on Instagram, but I'm not sure if I get follow the business. So I'm, I'm gonna make sure. Yeah. I'm gonna double check that tonight because yeah. I'm super interested. As, as you can tell, I'm yeah. definitely gonna be a client. Yeah, I'm Into the mushroom life, and man, I'm so excited to see what you guys do forward. I mean, like not mm-hmm. only like just seeing the facility day and like the potential you guys have and the the things you have in plan, yeah. you know, in the works like supplements and, and maybe like a little like how to like kind of cookbook thing yeah. is gonna be super cool, especially for me. You know, like learn more things I can do with my mushrooms and mm-hmm. like the popcorn thing stuck in my head. So yeah, oh, I can't even eat popcorn, but you know. Like, <laughs> And stuff, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. So, mm-hmm. well, I really appreciate you guys taking time. Yeah, and thanks and so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks thank for having us. It. Yeah, it we'll definitely. Yeah, great. For sure. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll definitely do it again because I could pick your guys' brain all night. Yeah, so. <laughs> likewise. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah.